Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 7th of October, 2021. This is The Gap, episode 586. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gurley is here in a dreamlike state. Did you just call me Gurley? Did you just call me Joe Gurley? What the fuck? It might be my my microphone, like, capping out. You reckon? A bit closer to my face today. You reckon? Yeah. I, reckon you said, I reckon you just said Gurley. Um, yep. Uh, dream yeah look uh discord's got some new fucking i don't know set, like background settings or some shit so to turn on the blur for maximum mm. for maximum song two and uh it's it looks it looks okay except for the fact it's trippy it's pretty trippy yeah you think, wore the appropriate shirt for it oh, everything mate, it was great it's uh it's summer it may not look like summer outside right now but it is summer it's also technically it got hot on summer. the weekends it did yeah like, like Saturday was 30 something. It was pretty nice. Um, you know, I don't, I prefer it to be cooler in general, but uh, I will dress appropriately for the, the season because yeah. fashion is my life, as everyone already knows. Uh, fashion, food, video games. Video, that's, with an F. that's yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, hey, I got a question. Hey, uh, earlier. You said we couldn't start the podcast. Usually, we, uh, you know, way back when we would start the podcast at nine a.m. Yeah. And you we said we roll you... a wheel, a big wheel, and whatever number it landed on, what's <laughs> <laughs> the starting time? Yeah, that's it. Uh, you said you couldn't start until after nine thirty ish, because you were making bread. Did you mean that in mm-hmm. the sense, in the same way that rappers say they're making bread, or did you mean that you were actually baking? Right. If I knew what you meant by rappers making bread. <laughs> like, are they in the bathroom or are they like, uh, sometimes I don't know. Are they like doing some, some, uh, you know, things they shouldn't be doing with white powder. I like, I don't know. What is the, it changes from they- song to song, but it is exclusively never baking. Uh, okay, so it could be anything. If it's pusha tea, the, the it's definitely cocaine. But if it's you know someone else, it could be uh, just making money. All oh, right, yeah. Uh, Which one? Were you no, doing? I was actually making bread. <laughs> actually making bread. Yeah, fair enough. What kind yeah. of bread? Because I don't have my because um, my stuff is still in a shipping container in San Francisco somewhere. Maybe who knows. Um, and so I don't have my, uh, I don't have a bread box at the moment, which usually keeps the bread, um, like fresh in a good, yeah. Like in a good form because you, you need it like in a container where it's sealed or it's like not getting any air. So it doesn't sort of decay really quickly. Cause it's not like normal bread where it's got a bunch of preservatives and all sorts of shit. Like this stuff goes quite hard after a couple of days right um and so like i uh i used to sort of make it like the night before and it'd be good for like three or four days but without that i'm kind of just wrapping it up in a cloth at this point and it's lasting i'm still learning how to make bread over here because i've got a different machine and it's different measurements and it's very finicky and so i i uh i started making it in the morning today right i needed bread for my lunch so yes i was actually making like i was making bread proper bread jesus not everybody do that these days now because they can't go outside 
Like, even still, I'm not making... I do a lot of cooking shit, and I'm yeah. still not making my own bread. Uh, okay. I've been making bread for about a, I don't know, a year and a half now, I think. Yeah. What's the... What sorts of bread? What's the secret? What's the best bread? Uh, so, back in America, I would use buttermilk. Oh, yeah. Um, you can get buttermilk. And it was... Uh, to make it a little bit, like, sweeter or, like, not as bland um buttermilk is not as popular it looks like here yeah, there's like one brand of like right. oh you buttermilk you got a favorite brand of buttermilk do you you fucking no but a like, buttermilk snob over here in the u.s they would just have like here's fucking 10 different like types of it whereas here i haven't found one yet because it just seems so rare like i went was went down to the farmer's markets the other day and the farmers uh, they had, markets <laughs> they had one and uh, they didn't, but they didn't have any in stock. Like, could you like, not? They're all gone. Could you not just open up a tub of yogurt and you know how it gets mm. that watery substance on the top before you mix yeah. it all together? Yeah. And just pour that out. That's buttermilk. It's basically buttermilk. Is it? I don't think it is. No? Okay. Uh, you can buy mm. buttermilk. You make your own buttermilk by squeezing a lemon into some milk. Yeah, I don't. No, no, that's too much effort. Like, I want to, I want the ingredients to put it together to make the bread. Oh, you don't want to go it, like. Two I mean, if I'm going to the point where I'm making actual fucking like buttermilk, I might as well just go buy the bread because that's just well, that's that's too much effort. That is what I do. Um, but you can pretty easily, yeah, just go like on Coles, right, mm. and search buttermilk, and then get yeah. them to deliver you some buttermilk. It's that easy. There's loads of buttermilk. Mm-hmm. So I use buttermilk for my fried chicken. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll try that. But like I uh, I sort of just make that bread. Um, I do. I did a lot of like banana bread, um, which holy shit. Like once you start making this stuff, you realize how much shit it has in it. Like banana bread has a stupid amount of butter. Oh, like yeah. A stupid amount of like, it's, you, it's got like half of it is fucking sugar. Um, it's delicious. That's what yeah. makes it amazing. <laughs> you're, so you're, you're making this thing, you're like reading the instructions, be like, is this right? Is it supposed to have eight cups of sugar? Like, All right. You keep going. You can sort of keep pouring it. And, and like, it starts like overflowing on the side because the thing hasn't said like when. Um, yeah. So that's disastrous. So never tell anybody how much sugar is in banana bread. Right. If you make it for them. My, um, I, I'm going to have some banana bread a little later. Yeah. And it is candy. It is fucking straight up candy. It is ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. Um, what else is there? I, I made, um, I was making uh, like donuts. Oh, yeah. Um, so you kind of just make the dough for that and then chuck it in like a, a fry pan or a saucepan with oil. Um, you can make like a pizza dough in there and all sorts of stuff. It's, you know. I don't know. I think they're pretty handy to have. It's just like a mixer as well. Right. Um, yeah. So it's not so, a bread maker or something. You've just got like a... I mean, they all they all pretty much make bread, but you can also have them do like the dough setting. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like a it'll... Kenwood or... What's the other one? The Bre- I think it's a Breville maybe. I think oh. the last one I had in, in San Francisco was like a, just a, a Breville and it did similar stuff. Master like it, they all, I think they all sort of come with instructions like hey we can make all these different we do like jams and 
um, uh, dough and cake recipes, and but it's really a bread maker. It's just all these other things it does. Oh, okay. So it's not. So it is actually a bread maker. It's not a, it's a bread stand maker, yeah. mixer. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I think they've gotten to the point where like we can do all this other stuff in this thing, so yeah. we'll just sell it as that as well. Like if you want to make jam, yeah, I've never I've never made jam in it. But what well, what do you put it on your fucking bread then? Oh, it's for my lunches. Yeah, what you can't have jam at lunch? Uh, fucking, I, I usually uh, these days I'm putting like mayonnaise and mustard oh, on there. Yeah, because you're American. <laughs> Hang on. Right. Do you put like other things other than mayonnaise and mustard? Or are you just having a fucking? No, it's just those two. Yeah, right. Fair enough. Yeah, slice of cheese maybe sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah. On. A bit peckish. <laughs> a, little, a little extra fat <laughs> up in the mix. Um, yeah, makes sense. Hey, we got a, a big show today. Yes, we do. Uh, um, Battlefield twenty forty two, Far Cry six. Going to talk about the Twitch leak. Uh, a lot of big news as well. I mean, this is a this is going to be a show. It's gonna be a show. Uh, yeah. What what are we gonna kick off with? Let's just go down the list. All right. This seems like a good starting point. Hey, I put together the list this week, people at home, uh, my dear listeners, and uh, and it's a fucking real good list. So uh, hey, hey, hey. I don't do it often, but when I do, that was me knocking <laughs> it out of the park. By the way. Uh, audio mm-hmm. wise uh yeah okay uh let's kick off with the cycle playtest uh the cycle is a game that uh is is sort of in alpha uh, i really like the steam thing they've got going where like you can apply to join a playtest just sort of via the um via the like launcher itself like yeah, you just press the button. Yeah. And it just sort of fucking works, right? Um, but, uh, yeah, I think it was uh, Krusty Raven suggested checking this one out uh, on our Discord. And uh, so, yeah, I applied to jump into the playtest. Uh, they managed to to get me in. I, it took like a day, but I was approved. And then uh, I jumped in. Um, it's... A PvPVE uh, game where you sort of—it's—it's it's actually kind of similar to—it's—it's it's got some similarities to Icarus in some ways. You you go onto this planet um, and nothing uh, works. Ha! Oh, look out—he's got him. He's burned us. Um, and and you like you've got your mission. You've got to go get something, and then you return like you leave with whatever it is you and the pvp aspect so it's primarily pve in that sense but the pvp aspect comes into play in that you've got you know other people can be in the same zone and they won't necessarily be doing the same mission and they won't necessarily have the same extraction point which i think is a good different like difference uh differentiator compared to the huns right or Hunt Showdown, rather, uh, because Hunt Showdown has um, everyone's got the same extraction point, which I think, as a result, sort of it leads to some eh, uh, camping, right? 
Whereas in this, everyone's got different ones. And so you're not guaranteed. There's still that tension that someone might be coming to the extraction point to steal your shit. But it's not guaranteed. And they do have to... I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, So you go and get whatever it is you're looking for. Fucking metal plates or uh, nickel ore or some shit. And then you extract. And then once you've done the mission, you get like faction experience and stuff like that. That allows you to like buy better weapons and stuff like that. You can also use stuff you acquire in the world to like upgrade stuff uh, at the back of the base, right? And so you've got this hub world, you go around to the different factions and you can like, yeah, use it to build new weapons or stuff like that, right? And you can craft new weapons or you can buy them. You've got options and then you take your shit back into the fucking world and you do a new mission. And what that does is it sort of incentivizes you to think about what else you might need. I guess, you know, um, Tarkov, right? Tarkov does broadly similar things uh, in a much, but it's a much sweatier game, right? This feels a lot more relaxed. Um, There's no, like Tarkov's got the fucking scabs uh, rolling around. Uh, AI like enemies with guns and stuff that look just like like I haven't played enough Tarkov to really instantly differentiate between players and, and scabs uh, but uh, yeah like this the AI is all alien monster type things right so you you know when there's another player that it's another player and if you hear shooting in the distance you know that's another player it's not a scab and stuff like that and so it takes that layer down a little bit which is good uh like lowers that amount of sweatiness a little bit which i think is a good thing um but i think my problem is i just don't see the point right like i'm i'm stuck i'm I'm, i return to the same reason why i don't want to play tarkov right tarkov is obviously a lot sweatier uh and so that uh the the terror is a lot greater um but in this instance, it just feels like you're going down onto this world to acquire these items, to go back, to get better items, so you can go down onto the world to get... Like, it's... The loop, right, is too fucking closed. It's too small a loop. It's too obvious a fucking waste of time, right? Like, I can't be... I can't be fucking going to the shop to buy cheese to bring it home to eat cheese so that I can earn money to buy more cheese because it's like it's too fucking existentially terrifying I need fucking more steps I need to go to the shop to buy cheese to fuel myself to play a video game to write a review so I can buy more cheese I need the extra fucking layers in there or else everything comes crashing down on me as I start to realize just how pointless everything is, right? Uh, and and that's that's the problem that I feel uh, the cycle has and Tarkov has and Hunt 
ultimately has, although Hunt's problems are a little bit beyond that as well in that I feel Hunt also has a real fucking problem with putting much higher level players into the game against low level players and there's just this disparity of skill and equipment and all this kind of shit that just results in just a very unsatisfying pvp experience um the cycle i didn't really notice any of that it seems to be solo only as far as i can tell um but like i don't know it's like if pvpve is your jam i think it's worth checking out it's just not my jam uh I don't really, like, it doesn't fucking click for me. I was hoping the Battlefield 2042 might show us the fucking way, right? Because they've, they've got it coming. Um, that's their big fucking second mode. Instead of Battle Royale, they've, for whatever reason, decided to go with PvPVE uh, in, what's it called? Battlefield. There's Battlefield Portal. There's Battlefield All Out Conquest or whatever, All Out War or fucking whatever yeah, and hazard zone I think hazard zone and then there's hazard zone and hazard zone is supposed to be pvpve and i was hoping battlefield might show me what you're supposed to get out of it but i'm no longer mm. convinced that battlefield will show me anything other than depression so um wait 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 oh, oh. come on spoilers sorry you're getting ahead of yourself i have jumped way ahead there <laughs> um but yeah uh so yeah like it's not for me and I can see pretty quickly that it's not for me, which I think is good. Um, you know, it's always nice to work out early on when a game isn't for you and you don't want to be playing a game that isn't for you for very long. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, if it is, if PvPVE is your jam, then uh, yeah, jump in. Apply for the playtest. It seems like they're letting anyone in. So just jump on Steam. Look up the cycle. Give it a squiz. Uh, it was a very interesting look. Uh, so it was a good heads up from across the road. But yeah. Anyway, not for me. Cool. Yeah. Good stuff. Let's keep going here. We've got uh, more Halo Infinite big team battles over the weekend um these are like the they're doing like uh periods right where you can sort of jump in and jump out and then yeah they'll sort of take the servers down and then bring them back up later on right hmm. yeah exactly like they've got these four hour windows they're sort of a little bit of leeway on either end uh of these windows but you jump in for the four hours and you can play some game. Uh, Big Team Battles is obviously the, uh, was it 12v12 version of Halo where the maps are larger and you split up into, um, you still split up into a squad of four and then, uh, yeah, you're, you're let loose. Uh, big Team Slayer, Big Team Capture the Flag. It's basically a big version of uh the regular game and i mean it sort of harkens back to the the old school uh old school days when you'd have like i mean counter-strike maps right um a balanced for what 5v5 theoretically um 
but you'd have 32 motherfuckers running around on dust uh like bumping into one another six cunts fucking sitting at the doorway and dust too trying to snipe cunts out of uh out of the fucking terrorist spawn uh as they run past which they blocked i don't know if you saw dust two has gotten an update and they blocked line of sight which is insanity but uh yeah um it's it's, pro- it's it's almost definitely a good thing but still oh absolutely uh yeah. <laughs> but still it just feels so wrong it's like it's it's one of those things right where um like you, you're like oh these fucking it's the the trophies right fucking kids are their trophies they need to get to fucking they need to get to the bomb site without having to worry about getting fucking orped along the way fucking kids these days want it all handed to them um yeah, just like weird shit. Anyway, I've I've gone way off topic here. Uh, yeah, those maps are tiny, but you cram thirty two people into them. And I re- I remember we, I'm pretty sure we got sixty four, uh, a very unstable sixty four players into a server. There was like a mod that existed. And I think Valve may have even fucking like specifically killed it. Um, but for like a very brief window, you could have sixty-four people in a in a Counter Strike server. Absolute mm-hmm. chaos. That's not the case here, right? Big team battles. The maps are designed to accommodate twenty-four players, and so um, there's enough space for it to really function. Um, but like, I, I like vastly prefer this version of Halo uh, because I just think as a as an arena shooter, um, Halo doesn't really work for me because the just the the basics don't like you, your the fucking pistol, right? You can't have the assault rifle and the pistol, right? I, I've sort of fucking dug deep on this, my uh, personally, like thinking about it over after last week's podcast, and you can't have the fucking pistol because it's too fucking powerful. It's too easy. So fucking black cunts with the pistol. Uh, if you're any good. If you're even remotely good, the pistol is a beast weapon. Uh, it's not the best weapon in the game, but it is a very fucking good weapon to have. And it it just means that either... Right? Either what they need to do is make the other weapons more powerful, which they sort of have done, or the alternative yeah. would be everyone would just never go for another weapon. Like, think about fucking Quake, uh, right? The fucking chain gun. It's it's like your worst nightmare is only having the fucking chain gun and your opponent has perfected their path uh and the timing to stop you from getting anything else right like oh i guess i can't fucking get to the rocket launcher right like oh that's bad right um with the pistol it's not that big a problem it's not that big a fucking deal because you're like well i just fucking switch to the pistol and maybe i get something better but yeah and they're in this hole now right where they've they they this pistol has become a uh such an iconic thing hmm. that like oh like the pistol's sort of broken but they've run with it and now there's so many games in that they can't change it because if they change the pistol they'd be right people get street. pissed yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. right like yeah it's it's too far gone now 
And so what they wind up doing is they wind up powering up other weapons to sort of try to keep up. So the assault rifle is still garbage. The battle rifle, I think, is pretty good uh, in Infinite. I think it's in a pretty good space. But the power weapons are ridiculous. The rocket launchers is out of control. The, the fucking... The... Splash damage combined with the hit reg issues that I think that the the big team battles playtest didn't really fix for me. It just results in this giant area where you can get murdered. And so whoever gets to the fucking rocket launcher just has free reign to fucking murder en masse. Uh, and once you work out where the rocket launcher is, like every the start of every fucking round becomes a fight over that spawn. And that, that is sort of how arena shooters work, right? They are about controlling weapon spawns, which makes sense. But it is, like, it's not about controlling any other weapon spawns, right? Like, it's about controlling that one weapon spawn, and I think that is a problem. Um, yeah. Uh I had a I had more fun. I certainly had more fun in big team battles than I did uh playing the smaller version, smaller mode. But I just I I don't think it's working uh, as it should be right now. Like the the hit rage and the low tick rate just make the game feel bad. Like, it just feels oh, I mean, I wonder if they're going to jack that up at some stage. Yeah, like, you would hope, but, live. like, they probably should have fucking... I mean, it's it's a playtest, right? Like, are, are they trying to see how low a tick rate they can get away with, or what? I just don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see, I guess, um, once this comes out, but... I don't know. I didn't get a chance to play it on the weekend. I was very busy with other stuff. But I mean, there's um, there. It's not like there hasn't been other stuff. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Just not thrilled about it so far. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's keep going here. Uh, I checked out Alan Wake Remastered. Um, this is the Epic published game now. So originally released on the Xbox um in conjunction with microsoft as a console exclusive it eventually made its way across to pc um uh didn't sell that well um i think this was am i thinking right was this the game that came out like the same week like within a week of red dead um the original red dead redemption and uh i think because i think red dead got delayed right and it got they moved it into the same sort of launch window as alan wake right Um, yeah i think that feel like that's what i recall that that sounds right yeah and so just like it just ate up everything um it reviewed pretty pretty critically well um it just didn't sell that great and then eventually over time became this like cult game that word of mouth sort of got out there and this is a studio that has made some really good games in the past like um max Payne is their is their baby 
Yeah. Um, and Max Payne 2, which obviously that was a, um, a Rockstar published game. And was it Rockstar or Take Two? I think it was Rockstar. Rockstar. Um, yeah. It was Rockstar. And so um, they then came off of that and made, made Alan Wake. Um, that didn't go too great. And they did another deal with uh, Xbox, which ended up being Quantum Break, um, which had this weird tie-in to TV and film um, because that's what Xbox is kind of pushing when they launched the Xbox. Um, was it the 360? No, Xbox One. One. Yeah, one. Xbox One. The Um And so that came out, had some interesting ideas. Uh, they obviously then went um, and signed a deal with 505, put out Control, um, which was our game of the year a couple of years back. Um, excellent game. And, uh, and now they've just really ramped up in production. They've got like four or five games going on right now. They've got a, a massive studio. Um, and one of those games was this uh, alan wake remastered which is i think also it's been ported out to another house but they've they've had their fingers in it as well um it's basically uh if people don't know it is about a a writer who um has writer's block um he's basically written a uh, a novel about this um it's it's max Payne, but it's not max Payne because they don't own the license to max Payne. um but it's basically like a book about max Payne. And uh, he's become very famous and then he can't write anymore. So he goes on holidays with his wife to this small town. Um, And then all this weird shit happens when his wife goes missing. It's a third person action um, horror game. And uh, yeah, basically involves a lot of running around and using your flashlight to remove the darkness from enemies and then shoot them in the the brains uh, and kill them. and it's uh it's separated into chapters um each chapter is sort of laid out like a tv show there's a previously on alan wake when it ends there's like a music and credit sequence all this sort of stuff um very sort of inspired by uh tv shows from back in when this was released like lost or um uh, twin peaks was one that's very heavily inspired by and so, um, yeah, it's just kind of become this cult game over the years. More people have sort of played it and played it. It's now sold a stupid amount of copies. Um, and so this remastered version is out on all platforms at this point. Um, they've gone in and they have updated the textures, uh, way higher resolution textures in the game. Um, you can run the game at 4K. It's got DLSS support in there. There is um, updated models for the game, um, which look a lot better. They've also gone in, it looks like, tweaked some facial animations. One of the things I remember when we reviewed this game back in the day was how their faces, like Alan always had this look of like shock where his mouth was always hanging open. Mm. Uh, And it was just like a weird looking thing. They've gone in and they've changed a bunch of that. So it looks much more natural now, which is great. Um, And so yeah, everything's just kind of been updated. And um, I think it's really good. It, it, it still holds up pretty well. There's some there's some stuff in there that feels a little bit outdated. Um, things like checkpoint systems can be a bit, uh, maybe too far back at times. Like you kind of die and be like, oh, I'm all the way back here. All right. It's a classic uh, remedy thing to do. I remember Control had one of those issues in one particular fight Whoa. with a boss fight. The, yeah. I feel like the rest of the game was pretty good. Mostly, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
but there there are a couple of points where I've um, where I've died because I'm using a controller, not a mouse and keyboard. I found the mouse and keyboard to be a little bit weird to play with. It just didn't feel right. Um, something to do with the the character and where it sort of sits on the screen is is quite far to the right or left, depending on where you have the camera because you can switch between them. Um, not really. It's, it's very off-centered. And so when you're using, I don't know, it just felt my brain just couldn't handle it properly and just felt strange. So I switched to controller and it works pretty good for the most part. But when I do um, die, I've noticed that some of those checkpoints can be a little bit unforgiving. Um, and, and also playing this game for the, I don't know, fourth or fifth time now, because uh, I did talk about it recently, but I only played a couple of chapters in. I uh, played a, a lot more now. Um, knowing that the game gives you a lot of resources like ammo and flares and flashbangs and uh you know shotgun ammo and all this stuff like use it <laughs> like the game wants you to yeah. use it i think that was one of the big problems of that game is that that was yeah and and it may not even be that game it could be other games right like um resident evil where it, like or other survival horror games that give you stuff and you're like well i can't use this stuff because what happens if i need it yeah. and so you hang on to it for four hours and you're like i've got these four shotgun bullets like yeah i don't know when i'll need them uh and i think that is it could be a, um like how do you tell someone i don't know maybe it needs something and then it'd be like just fucking use it we've given you eight flashbangs just to use them yeah <laughs> and so being a bit more liberal with that stuff knowing that i can use it and uh because sometimes i may load into the next level and they'll be gone um yeah. or they'll still be there like if they give you this stuff just go nuts with it and so that, i've been having fun like popping off like eight flashbangs in a fight and just destroying everything and and all that sort of stuff it looks great like one of the things i think is really impressive in it is the lighting how well the lighting is in that game um the atmosphere of running through a forest and the like the volumetric fog and how that affects the atmosphere and uh you know seeing the reflection of the the uh, clouds above you moving really quickly and just everything the way the sort of light reflects off of the environment and how it looks um it's really good uh there's also i mean so i absolutely recommend playing this game if you haven't checked it out if you're a fan of what uh, Remedy has done in the past but also it is a remaster but they've chucked some new stuff in there oh yeah um there is a bunch of video footage they've recorded and they must have done this when they did the control um dlc for sorry the alan wake dlc for control called awe um because there's a th yeah there's a bunch of like short maybe one to two minute video clips of in the same sort of style as control with alan wake sitting behind a typewriter um talking about things and uh they're attached to qr codes that you can find in the game um and they're not they're not like hidden in a way that you're like oh i found this thing they're like on a fucking wall and they're huge <laughs> like you, you kind of can't miss them type of thing um so it's not like i don't i found like two or three of them so far and um so if you're the type of person that is into all the the story that's going on between 
this uh, remedy universe now uh, and you want to get a bit more I'm sure if you don't want to play you probably go find this stuff on YouTube but um, there are yeah there, there's some more stuff in there they've added in so I'm keen to sort of work my way through on what how that evolves um, Steve Wright at Staviva found some um, found some artwork and like a letter on someone's desk that had like the Federal Bureau of Control addressed to one of the police officers there and like so they've gone in and added a couple of little bits and pieces that people are sort of finding that connect these two worlds because spoilers for control and Wake, they all well, i mean they've, they've announced it now like these worlds are connected and they um the stories between the two of them do affect each other in some sort of way and i i think i've said this before like if you haven't played the alan wake dlc of control absolutely go play it because it's so they basically flat out tell you that like we're making another Alan Wake game without saying it. What is that? Banana bread. Oh, banana bread. Nice. Hmm. Um, because uh, yeah, they they haven't actually said they're making Alan Wake two. Yeah, um, hasn't been confirmed. But you play the end of that everyone game. Everyone knows like, it's happening. Yeah, yeah, everyone knows it's happening. And there's there is I think there's stuff at the end of this game that sort of lead. Like I've said, there's a there's extra things in this game. It's just not. Um, it's not a, just a up res and texture thing. There's a you know not a huge amount of things, but there is stuff sprinkled in there that um, that is cool, little Easter eggy things for people that enjoy that uh, universe. So I don't know, man. Like I'm digging it. I'm having a lot of fun. It's, it's such a good like the way it's presented, like the presentation of that game is just done so well, um, and the story is really fascinating, and interesting. I just think they make interesting games that a lot of studios don't really do and i think there's i think sam likes storytelling it's just like he's he's up there for me for like one of um sort of the best writers slash designers in this industry because they just do crazy crazy things that are interesting that no one else really does um like we'll talk about a game soon that you know pushing the boundaries and trying something different and weird and and you know stuff you haven't seen before and that's what makes games interesting um, so that's cool anyway uh it's alan wake remastered it's it's available on the epic store because it is a epic published game and um you know it wouldn't surprise me if we if we get some sort of alan wake 2 teaser at like the game awards that wouldn't surprise me i don't think we're gonna get gameplay or anything like that but if they just come out and say we're making it like obviously we're making it we yeah. fucking <laughs> we made dlc for control that obviously told like said we're going back we've put out this it's got weird shit linked to control in it we're we're doing all this stuff like we've said we've basically said we're going back to our past games like they're gonna get to a point where and it seems like perfect timing right you've got they've put out all the control um updates and they put out this alan wake remastered i feel like if they waited a couple of years sort of things died down a little bit um and if they were like hey we're making alan wake 2 be like yeah that's nice but if they did it sort of now i think it would boost their sales a little bit for alan wake 2 get people a bit more excited go back buy that remaster check it out and then they can wait a couple of years i don't have leaks coming out and all that sort of thing so it seems like the perfect time for me to do it like i just like i don't want to go back and play alan wake remastered all that much yeah uh you can probably just find those videos online easy. All right. Yeah. 
like I don't think I and and I think that's awesome, right? Like, and I like I don't want to go play Alan Wake remastered, but I do. I just really want to play Alan Wake too. I think the do idea, you though? Because oh, I, I think that's an interesting discussion of like, and we've talked about this before. How do you make Alan Wake two oh, after making Control? Like that is such a like that is yeah that is a really good question because I think it's changed the like it's it hasn't changed like Alan Wake right is an RPG if control is an RTS right like control lets you see the building the the whole fucking civilization it's it's a question of scale and scope now right like would you would would I be satisfied with only Alan's story knowing that the fucking bureau's story exists beyond it yeah and I, I don't it's know. it's sort of like control is sort of like um uh the x well i mean it is the x files right yeah. it's the x files and alan wake is one of those stories in the x files and x file is an x file yeah <laughs> yeah yeah whereas um yeah control is following scully and Mulder hmm. around and and seeing what they're doing uh yeah i don't know because there's all these other weird things like there's a fridge that you can't not look at because if you stop looking at it someone dies <laughs> like, all right fair enough which is obviously just you know scp turned into a video game um yeah. or turned into a video game that isn't hilariously idiotic but um because there are obviously scp video games but they're all goofy fun a lot of fun but goofy um I just like, yeah, that's the thing, right? There's so much that they could do. At the other, on the other hand, like you know, I read all of. Um, there is no anti-memetics division, right? And that technically just deep dives on a single SCP, um, or like four or five, but like one specific. It it that's about one X file, really. Uh, but it's an entire fucking broad, fleshed out narrative. Like, so I think it's definitely possible. But knowing, like, it'd have to be real fucking good. The story yeah. would have to be real good for me to not end it and then sit there feeling like I wish they'd done Control too. Yeah. I think the really interesting thing here is... Um, because the main mechanic of Alan Wake is the flashlight, like is light and how important light is. There's like a fine balance here. Obviously you've got the technology there with ray tracing um, and messing around with lighting now. So I think it could look phenomenal, but also you sort of in this weird spot where you can't get graphics cards right now. Like obviously they can do this stuff for the consoles, but on PC, it could be a little bit trickier with not everybody's got a ray trace graphics card, unless you just like flat out, like you need this stuff to, for it to run. Like how do you make that in terms of uh, like a gameplay mechanic? But um, I like, I, th I still think that like the game, the actual game mechanics work really well and, and having different ways to interact with light and having that be the main source of combat 
Um, it'd be really cool, but yeah, it's it's just sort of looking at that and seeing like how do you evolve that to make it something a bit more significant, um, or is it maybe not? Maybe it's just a bit of a smaller scale game that sort of fits in, you know, tells people sort of what they wanted to know about that world. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's they're in a weird spot, but I still think it's coming at some stage. Hopefully, we hear about it soon. That'd be cool. All right. Yep. Should we keep going here? We got two more. The first one, Battlefield 2042. The uh, beta has now kicked off. But before that, we got a chance to jump in a couple of days early and uh, get a small taste of what people were in for. Um, And uh, yeah, so basically this is uh, their follow-up to Battlefield 5. We're big fans of that. Might have been one of our top games of the year i can't yeah. remember but it could have been probably um played played a ton of battlefield 5 um you oh, know what's I'm really sorry. interesting hmm. and i've i think i've talked about this before i was a big fan of battlefield bad company yep. mainly because the the focus on those games were a lot less uh on the vehicles and planes and all that sort of stuff i like how it's a bit more toned back you're you're the soldier yeah that sort of stuff and um i enjoyed battlefield 4 i guess mm. um but i never like i'm not the type of person that jumps into a a plane no. and roams around i like being on the floor i like jumping in a tank every once in a while and then jumping out of the tank and running around that sort of thing and so when battlefield 1 came out i really enjoyed that because the the focus felt less on the vehicles like they were there they're still there but they're they're slower right they're mm. not as zipping around and all that sort of thing um so that was a lot of fun and then battlefield 5 same sort of thing like it's world war one and two and so the the things you're going up against they're slower tanks they're you know they're a bit easier to hit all that sort of stuff and it felt balanced and now we're going back to um well this is future war right and uh, set in 2042, we've got tanks and helicopters and jets coming back in. Uh, and so it's going to be a different style of Battlefield game that we're used to. And um, yeah, basically the map we've got to see here is called Orbital. It centers around a rocket launch. Uh, you've got 128 players now in Battlefield. A lot larger scale uh, fights going on and yeah a lot of big changes to this game i don't know like you and i have played a couple of hours of this the other day we've played a little bit more um last night when the beta went uh it's closed beta at the moment but uh we jumped in and played a little bit more and i think we're both pretty much on the same page here in terms of our thoughts and it seems like we're a bit concerned about what is happening with this game going forward. I think a bit concerned might be underselling it a little. Uh, I am currently of the opinion that this should not come out this year. Uh, Because it is in a state right now that I do not think uh, it should be released in. Uh, I I have the same fucking opinion of Halo, um, but uh, I have the same opinion of Icarus, but you know, not everyone agrees with me. 
<laughs> fucking this guy. Icarus. Oh, fuck your cooks, mate. Fuck we'll get your to cooks. it later. We'll get to it later. We'll find out. <laughs> fuck. Um, so, like, let's talk about, I think for me, the very first thing that I started to notice off the bat, um, there's two things, I think, is the time to kill for me was the, the big one. I, I think that Battlefield got into a really good place, especially with Battlefield 5, where it felt great. Felt fucking awesome. So good. And then you do you remember it was, I think it was 5.2. It was about a year and a half ago. Um, so this is after the game released. They put out an update saying they were going to be working on the time to kill on that game. For anyone that doesn't know what time to kill is, it's it's the amount of time it takes for a player the to of an engagement. kill an out. Yeah to the end of engagement uh right how much shooting how much, at someone to when they're dead yeah how much damage you're able to dish out how much health sorry how much health, uh, damage someone can soak up um you know and, and that sort of thing and so they came to the conclusion that newer players were having a bad experience because they were dying too quickly yeah um and so their solution was to extend the time to kill and uh, to give newer players more survivability. And so what that ended up doing was, now you're in a case where you've got all, like your entire community who is used to playing a game a certain way, it's taking them longer to kill other people because you know now it's taking an extra two or three hits to try and down somebody, which may not seem like a lot, but it's a lot. Like when, you, when you've got, when you're missing shots or someone's running around and it's hard to hit and it, that maybe takes an extra, maybe let, let's say you hit half of those shots, right? And so you now, you've now maybe fired out an extra eight bullets, yep. but you've got a 25 to 30 round clip. That's a lot of extra ammo you're sort of wasting or not, not doing anything from with. Theoretically being able to kill three players per clip so only being yeah. able to do two per clip, which is yeah, a big maybe deal. one and a half. <laughs> yeah, right. And so that's where a problem comes. And there was a lot of negative feedback from that. They ended up tweaking a bunch of things a bit further. It felt a little bit better as it went along, but it wasn't the same anymore. And to me, this game as a whole feels like we need to get more players in. We've got a fishing net. We're going to throw that fishing net out. And uh, it's going to be a lot bigger than the one we had last time. And in order to do that, we've got to tone down a bunch of the things that make Battlefield Battlefield. Uh, and I think that is their biggest mistake here: is that they're now going, they're now making a different game as to what they've made in the past. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck is in charge. I don't know who is in charge at Dice. I don't know who is in charge. Who's Paul Lars? Call him up. <laughs> uh, remember me, man? It's your boy. It's your, it's your boy, boy Jobo. <laughs> <laughs> I was the sweaty guy who didn't burp in your face. Um, yeah, I don't know who's at the helm of the good ship battlefield anymore, but whoever it is. Like that, the the TTK thing in Battlefield Five, right, reminds me of the classic, the classic big data era that you see a fuck ton 
right? You see a fuck ton across all of technology. Anytime, anytime people can get their hands on data, they will use that data and there is a difference, right? Between being data-driven and data-informed. Some people will be informed by the data and some people will be driven by the data. And that Battlefield TTK change was a data-driven change. They saw a problem, their data told them something was happening. New players would jump in and they would bounce right off again. And when they asked them, and those people were kind enough to tell them why, they'd be like, oh, I just die too fast and it's fucking pointless, right? And so they that's their data set. They're like, oh, fuck, now we know. We know for a fact how this how this game is falling apart on us. So we will fix that. We will lengthen the TTK. Then they won't die so fast. Ignorant of the fact that I'm well, I mean, you know, there's 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 also there's there's fucking loads of data points, right? Loads of data points that they have to take into account. So not ignorant of the fact, aware of the fact that this is going to upset a portion of their player base. But they have to, they, they, they assign those new players as X. And they assign the players who are upset as Y. Upset enough to leave the game. And if X is higher than Y then they will fucking commit to changes for X, ignoring the fact, and this is what they're ignoring, ignoring the fact that those Y players, the fucking stalwarts, the people who stayed with Battlefield every single time it shit the fucking bed, right? Those people are the fucking heart and soul of Battlefield. Those, like, it's it's that classic fucking, it, what's, what's more expensive? getting a new customer or retaining an old one retaining an old one is cheaper than getting a new customer every single time every single time every, like that's fucking from time memoriam it's fucking known right but they have given up on y to acquire x and it's fucking dumb and that is battlefield 2042 at its core in this open beta experience for me is they are catering to X at the expense of Y. I got fucking, I'm getting nothing out of this fucking game. I do not understand so many fucking design choices that don't make any fucking sense to me. And like there are bugs and glitches and I actually don't mind. You know what? Like one of the big things this fucking beta has taught me is that generally speaking in multiplayer games, unless a bug fucks me directly, I do not give a fuck. Like you can see fucking dudes sit in a sitting position in fucking Wonder Woman's <laughs> invisible plane, like flying around completely independent of the fucking helicopter they're supposed to be in. And I don't give a fuck, right? It doesn't matter. As long as I can shoot that fucking helicopter down, fucking so be it like it's it yeah. looks silly but i don't care right like but i would prefer it didn't happen but i will i will forgive a lot of shit and i get a fucking i get a lot of shit for being 
pretty cynical about video games. But um I I I don't think I am at the end of the day. I think I'm pretty fucking forgiving. But so I will forgive a lot of the fucking bugs that are happening. I fucking when I first opened up the open beta on Monday in the pre-session, which oh my god. Can I talk about this fucking pre-session, man? It yeah. killed me. It killed me sitting there with everyone on our Discord getting fucking hyped and everyone on Twitter getting hyped. And I was getting messages on like on Facebook. Not everyone on Twitter because we weren't we weren't allowed to post about it. Nobody knew we were playing this until literally when the thing launched. But people are like, I was getting messages on Messenger and like people on right. Twitter. I've seen people on Twitter and like fucking six hours until the open beta. I'm sitting here like we were in our Discord channel. We were in not we were in our just Discord. No, we switched. We switched remember. to the EA one so we could take like half an hour. Yeah, yeah, we were fucking <laughs> amped, amped, man. Yeah. And yeah, like yeah, people on Messenger being like, "Oh, you're getting into fucking Battlefield open beta? This, it's kicking off. It's kicking off later today." And I'm like, "Say Wait, nothing. Play. Just say nothing. Just say nothing." <laughs> yeah. The other thing to note is that they've told us this beta is months old the build mm. which i still think is weird a little bit weird when your game is coming out in five weeks mm. and you're you're showing a game that's sort of in this state like generally when we see this sort of stuff they're like oh yeah the, the build's a little bit old it's like a month old uh you know and, and this is like six months out right We've, yeah. we're, we're previewing a game not like the game is probably going gold in the next week at this point because it was supposed to ship, they pushed it back, but it'll probably have to go gold in the next week to start pressing discs. Um, and they're like, yeah, this build that you're looking at at the moment is old. Yeah. And you're like, ah, oh, okay. Is it? Is it yeah. old? Are you just saying that? <laughs> but anyway, just giving people a heads up. Yeah. But true. still, that's uh, not the point. There's other things at play here. Like, so yeah, there's bugs and stuff, but that's not, that's not what's fucking doing me, man. It's the design choices there's so many things that don't make any fucking sense to me so many things that don't make any like let's start at the fucking specialist thing right it seemed like a good idea from the outset right because i like the idea of being able to own your soldier on the battlefield right mm -hmm. and i like the idea of being able to like not being stuck as a medic not being able to do anything about a fucking tank right but what it immediately translates into is like even more specifically defined roles. If you're not running around as the uh, sextagenarian fucking grandma, German grandma, who's a medic, you are making a mistake. There is absolutely no reason outside of the initial fun of grappling hook around, like jumping on the fucking grappling grappling hook. There is no reason why you should be playing as any other specialist. None of them bring anything to the fucking table compared to the ability of the uh, specialist medic specialist to a heal herself on the fucking fly really fucking fast. B revive anyone on the battlefield and see heal her teammates from a distance with a fucking with a quick shot mm. nothing else compares to that on like on, on no fucking level 
Like there's there's it's not even close. Um and and you're not gonna see like nobody's gonna play any other specialist once they realize, once it clicks, right? Outside of the desire to create fucking highlight real fucking uh highlight clip fucking moves by grappling onto a helicopter and doing something fucking rad with it or something. Throwing C4 onto it as you sit past. Exactly. Outside of literally stunt videos, there's no reason to be any other specialist. And she looks the same on both sides. And I was already seeing it yesterday, right? If you don't have a fucking icon above someone, right? You can't fucking tell the difference. Like, how the fuck is that game going to, like, you know, hardcore's been a staple of the Battlefield series since fucking day dot where they get rid of all of the HUD elements. How is that game going to work in fucking hardcore when like 128 fucking identical grandmas are running around looking exactly the fucking same and you can't tell which one is on which team because they look... Because they're wearing the same clothes. (laughs) Wearing the same clothes. They have the same fucking face. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. So there's that. That's, that's, That's... the fucking first thing you run into is the specialist thing. And there's bugs with the specialist system, but again, I don't care about the bugs, right? I hope they're bugs. There's one thing where it will... If if your squad already has a specialist, it'll assign you to a different one at random, just by default, right? You can, you can switch. Everyone can be the medic. But by default, when you first load in it will just sort of switch you to one of the other ones. And the amount of times I would join a server and be dumped as the fucking recon fucking sniper dipshit who brings nothing to the table, uh, out of control. Because he's useless. He's just fucking useless. I, why would you want a drone? At the very, like, at the very least, the assault guy has a grappling hook and the fucking engineer has a placeable turret. A drone does nothing. They've done something to the... There's no combo rows. There's no fucking... I don't know how spotting works. I still can't fucking really work it out. I don't think it works. I don't. I think it might be broken. That's my guess, is it's broken. Yeah. I'm hoping. Because if it's working as intended, that's fucked. That is fucked. Because the maps are huge. You need that information. You can't bring up the map, but that's got to be broken. That has to be a bug. <laughs> there, is a, there is a button for a map, right? So I think... Yeah. You are supposed to be able to bring up the map. You press tab and you don't get any fucking usable information. There's no fucking reasonable information from pressing tab. You're just like, mm. yeah, okay. Uh, theoretically, you're incentivized to like capture the objective and stuff, but it doesn't show you points or anything. It just shows you kills, deaths, and assists. So that's useless. That doesn't reinforce the play the fucking objective mantra that is supposed to be at the heart of Battlefield 2042. You can't see a fucking... You don't get a scoreboard at the end of the fucking round. I hope that's a bug, but it might be intended, right? Like you said in the fucking preview, right? Like, they don't want... They don't want shit players to feel bad. Like, that's it. That's data-driven, right? That's exactly what we're talking about. That's... Oh, well, you know people say they feel bad when they realize they're at the bottom of the fucking scoreboard 
because they play like fucking garbage. Yeah, well, yeah. the lesson there is for them to stop playing like fucking garbage, not to get rid of the fucking scoreboard. Tell me I'm the ace squad because I know I'm in the fucking ace squad. Okay, God damn it, Stop fucking taking this shit away from me. I'm yeah. not... This- the scoreboard is basic. It scoreboard looks horrible. It's terrible. It, it's a so you've got 128 players now, mm. and they've split up the scoreboard so you can see your t- and and this may change going forward. But we are basing our thoughts of what they have shown us a month out of launch. Right, the scoreboard is basically your team. You can see uh, the squads in your team. You can't see who is in each squad other than your squad and it shows you uh your kills your assists your deaths that sort of stuff and, and those are the only ones that you can see for each individual player so your squad and that is it you can't see the other enemy team you can't see who's um from the scoreboard at least you can't see how many kills a t- a squad has yep. it's literally just a scoreboard so they're hiding a bunch of, it's like you know when you would play um you you'd play battlefield 5 and you'd be like you'd look at the scoreboard on the other team and be like, that's the guy in the tank. Let's go get him because he's got fucking three deaths and 45 kills. Yep. And like, you know, like, all right, it's that person. But yep. you have zero information anymore on who was the other team. And I think, like I've uh, like like you just said, the game ends. There's no um, overall scoreboard. Like now all of a sudden we're showing you the scoreboard who's got killed, blah, blah, blah. There's no, this is the best squad in the entire server. It doesn't show you anything. And like I said... I think they're purposefully doing it to make players not feel bad. Yep. To, to be like, hey, everybody's having a good time. Scores aren't important. You, you run around and you had fun, right? And yep. it's like, no, like you're, you're not giving anyone any incentives anymore. You're like hiding all of this data and information. And now it's we're a just learning tool, like- right? It's, it's not just like incentivizing. <laughs> it's also a fucking learning tool. It's how mm. you fucking know... That you're, you're doing, doing well. the right doing thing the right in the game. Thing. Yeah, yeah, not necessarily doing well. And the right thing is subjective, but like doing what you're supposed to in the game. And like I have yeah, criticized other games. I've like I criticized fucking Vanguard last week for failing to correctly fucking incentivize playing the fucking objective by switching back to fucking killstreaks again. Like that. that is a fucking useful way that games can actually guide players in a certain direction and they've gotten rid of it in battlefield 2042 it i'm begging them to tell me it was a fucking bug i'm begging them but yeah but there's like other things i think the other main things that they've gotten rid of which i think is so bizarre like it just feels like a stripped down version of battlefield the suppression system has been removed that was introduced to give support players like another tool to have like you've got this giant machine gun it's supposed to lay down fire and while doing that it'll also suppress your enemies so they can't just pop up and shoot you in the head like it instantly. was monumental it was like i actually factually fucking remember playing the preview when it was introduced and i think they'd overblown it a little bit but i still yeah. remember playing that preview and that fucking rocked my world. That was such a fucking smart addition. Uh, like, yeah, overtuned, perhaps. But, like, it made... It changed how fucking guns felt in Battlefield. It was mm-hmm. fucking huge. How could they get rid of that? 
Why would they get rid of it? Also, if you want to talk about making fucking shitty players feel better, suppression was a way for people who couldn't hit their shots to actually contribute to their fucking team. Drew does it. Dr. E3 Money does it all the time in Hell at Least because this got suppression and he can't hit shit. So, like, it's definitely a thing. <laughs> yeah. But, like, how are they going to get rid of that? It's It drives me fucking bananas, man. Like... I just don't get it, man. Like, there's that. The, 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 my list continues. My list is fucking long. Uh, the vehicles are fucked. Fucked. There are 11, I think. 11 vehicles per side. Seven uh, vehicles, if you don't count the scout, uh, you know, transport jeeps. Although the transport jeeps are also too fucking powerful. Um, like... Seven per side. Let's count. Let's let's count the fucking jeeps, right? Eleven per side, in a hundred and twenty-eight player game, is a hundred and six people. A hundred and six people on foot. A hundred and six people who are dramatically outmatched by a like twenty-two total fucking people in in the server. Dramatically outmatched. Planes, choppers. Jeeps, tanks, APCs, everything takes more than two, uh, at least, at least two dumb fire rockets to destroy. At least two, right? Dumb fire. Like, that is a skill check. You have to be real fucking good with that shit. And it, it's like, it's not like the Fliegerfaust in fucking Battlefield 5, where, like, you still have to be pretty good, but you've got. Instead of having, like, a fucking sniper shot at something moving, like... Instead of having to fucking rail snipe something, except you're using a slow-moving fucking rail gun, or a rail shot, like, instead of that, right, the Fliegerfaust has spread to it. So you can actually do significant damage without actually getting all of your shot on target. That... The Fliegerfaust is one and a half Fliegerfausts to kill a fucking plane. One and a half will kill a plane in Battlefield 5. Uh, you can't fucking... Like, you need two dumbfire. There's no half. You need two dumbfire fucking shots to kill a fucking helicopter. That's fucking insane. The f speed at which they lose... Like, some again, something's wrong... There's something buggy about the fucking lock-on mechanic, but you can, like, you can't fucking lock on to a fucking chopper uh, twice and get two rockets off faster than they can re-up their fucking flares. They re-up their flares as fast as the APC, uh, anti-air APC, re-ups its rockets. So, like, assuming, assuming your first rocket baits out uh, their flares, and then you wait, and then you hit them after the flares have dissipated, which is how you're supposed to do it. Fair enough, right? Assuming you do that, the next thing that happens is you wait for your rockets to re-up, and when they are re-upped, their flares are a backup. So you have to do it again. But two of those rockets won't necessarily kill a chopper because the other thing that's happening is every fucking vehicle in the game is auto-regening health at all fucking times. 
Like, I went on a fucking tear in the AA fucking APC. I fucking blitzed that shit for fucking ages. And the reason I was able to do it was because I sat on the top of a hill, I murdered fucking choppers, and every time I started to get fucking pinged by chopper pilots who were upset with me, which was pretty often, I would roll back over the hill and I would re-up my fucking health. And then I'd roll back over and I'd murder those fucking chopper pilots on the ground. And I could do it fucking endlessly. That's fucked. Tanks take six fucking rockets or something. Six fucking rockets to kill. That's fucking insane. What, like, Hell Let Loose is play is a game played at about a third of the fucking pace of Battlefield 2042, right? And it needs, what, three rockets max to kill a fucking tank? Like, probably yeah. less most of the time? If you can actually get them in the back. Battlefield 5 was about that as well. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, I've got a video, I don't know if I put it on the Discord or not, but there's a video of me and Nate lying in a field waiting for a tank to roll by and then we just run up with the fucking clunge mine and two clunge mines it's dead and that fucking tank had been mincing our team and all we did was focus and go and do something about it two players could take down this fucking tank it's not happening in 2042 not like two players you need like a full fucking squad to focus on because the other thing that's happening is you don't get enough fucking ammo you don't have enough ammo, so one person has to roll. You were, Luke was rolling around with fucking, like, ammo, an ammo crate for most of our fucking time, and it only gives you back one fucking rocket. It doesn't re-up all your fucking rockets. So you, you, you can't even get, like, there's not... In Battlefield Five. you just go to a fucking main point and you re-up your fucking yeah. ammo. There's ammo stations, and they've ammo gotten stations ammo everywhere. stations. It was actually... In your best interest, it, it, it remains, it wasn't, like I said in past tense, but it is actually in your best interest to run by one whenever you see one, because you can actually overfill on ammo, right? You start off with four uh, fleegers, but you can go to six just by hitting a fucking ammo crate. They don't exist. There's none in fucking Battlefield 2042. And so it means one player has to roll, roll around with fucking ammo or your best bet is to fucking redeploy. Because there's not a significant fucking punishment for dying. There's no, like, reason to really worry about it. As long as one of your teammates can stay alive near the fucking tank, redeploy, get new fucking, like, it's faster than fucking waiting for the ammo crate to come back up. Which is fucking... Whose fucking decision was that? Who was in charge of that fucking, like, plan? It just doesn't make any fucking sense. Who's playing Battlefield at DICE? Who is playing it? Are they... Like, I assume, right, they exclusively play Battlefield via a Thrustmaster fucking hose-ass fucking joystick because they're only ever going fucking planes. They're the cunts in every Battlefield 4 server, who are flying in, rocket blasting cunts, and then flying out of fucking lock-on range. So the only way you can ever kill a, a fucking jet in Battlefield 4 is to maybe dumb fire a rocket into one. They're fucking invincible. They're like, and, and they've basically done it again. It's insanity. It doesn't make any fucking sense to me, man. Like, who's... Who, the fucking map, man. Orbital. D1 and D2 are on the opposite sides of a 300 meter fucking open field run with zero fucking cover. I said this. I said this when I saw the trailers. I thought there was a problem with cover. And you were like, oh, no, 
was fine. I didn't fuck off, mate. I didn't say it was fine. I just said I wanted to wait and see. Okay, like, yeah, it's like it's a it's a runway. It's like it's not a it's basically a plane runway, flat ground, and there's nothing for the span of kilometers, like yeah. at least lengthways all the way across, and then you've got this below this, below a thirty story building. Yeah. where anyone can sit up there and just fucking snipe down as well like yeah there's just no cover just have a fucking wrecked shuttle or something I don't Cars fucking know anything right. any cover what the fuck how who who put that together and then from D to C is a like 80 second long run through a tunnel or an 80 second long run over a fucking hill like why is it so far away oh get a vehicle that's just why why your best off your best bet on that map is to to guard b d and e because they're so close together right if you control those four points yeah you're gonna have the majority of the game whereas a f and C1 and one, C1 and uh, C2, C, C1 and C2 are pretty close. Yep. A and F are on the other sides of the map, right? So, yeah. what is the point of even, unless you're you want you're focusing the entire battle on those marks? You may as well then, if everybody's up there, then go do C and C C1 C2, right? There's there's a weird like design philosophy. Either you control those top points. Or you control C1 and C2. Because there's no point going for the other ones. Unless you really need them. It's just like weirdly laid out. Yeah. Yeah. I just I just don't understand. It's spaced strangely. <laughs> it is. It is. Like, it's like they wanted to make... It's almost like... What was that, that desert map in Battlefield 1, right? With the train... Um, what, whatever the fuck yeah. it's called. Yeah. Train right. on the side and it was... And you had that. You basically fucking- like whoever got out first. That was it because it was a line. It was basically a line of people pushing forward, and then you got locked into a spawn, and that was it. But you'd they have like this. Though. You'd have that that fucking yeah. You would have that line, and then you had like E that was like fucked off on the other side of the fucking map, and nobody would ever go to E, right? Because what was the fucking point? Nobody was ever there. You couldn't have any fucking fights there. It was just a big fucking waste of time right and so all the fighting happened from a b c d uh, it might have uh, might have even been f but uh like yeah it was just fuck off in the middle of nowhere it feels like that is the basic design of orbital except then they were like oh hang on we should we should probably spread it out a little so we don't have c off in the fucking middle of nowhere so let's mm. let's shift a and f right a little bit across and then you'll have your chain of three and then you've got another longer chain of three on the other side yeah but that's not or it needs an extra flag like one of those either a or f needs an extra flag near it like both of them like I just... anyway yeah uh so yeah i don't think the map's very good but like that's okay that's okay Every battlefield has some dud maps, right? But this is the one there. Look at our game. Look at this how was good their, our this game. This is their show off now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So the the other thing is like even just touching on that, what what we just talked about, like there's no um, 
there's no cover, right? Like they removed fortification from the game. Yeah. Because in the last, like in Battlefield Five, you could build, um, you could build structures out in the world, and your support. I think it was support that could do it, right? They would be able to build things quicker. Yeah. Um, but and that that meant that you could get to a cap, you could get to a point, you could put up sandbags, or you could like um dig holes or whatever or like put up uh barricades to stop tanks from getting through like you were sort of given something to do while you were capturing one of those points and if you had the ability to do some of that stuff here that would fix some of the problems with these line of sight issues and how open stuff is but uh because it's battlefield 5 was or even battlefield 1 you were in a a lot of the maps you're in a place that has trenches or has rubble buildings like it's there's a battle that's been there whereas this is a pristine map there's no damage to anything and the terrain and or environment evolves as you're playing it now there's a hole in the runway or there's a hole in the side of this mountain that you could sort of use as a bit a little bit of cover but there's just not a lot of it there um and so like yeah i still think i don't i i I think it's a good looking game. I don't think it's vastly improved compared to um, Battlefield 5. And I think that is mainly because of the art style, right? You've got like just the look of Battlefield 5, how yeah. everything was rubbled down and destroyed and there's artillery shells all over the place. And like looking at that and then looking at this, how everything is so clean, it just kind of feels empty to me. And that's, I think, where the issue is. It feels too, too plain and too simple and then so you get out there and there's all of a sudden nothing that you can sort of use as every all the cover is natural cover it's a hill or it's a tree or it's someone hiding in a bush because there's lots of but as soon as you get into like these areas where you need to have cover because there's no trees well there's no bushes there there's literally just a runway with nothing going on that's where the map design has a massive problem and i think just purely from judging the trailers and things that i noticed in the trailers i think it's going to be a recurring theme yeah yeah no i think you're right now i i i guess you know previously i assumed that they would have i i didn't think that they would look at battlefield 5 and then fucking scrap remove everything the, yeah yeah remove so much stuff it's I, such a, a stripped I, down game i didn't think yeah they would fucking start from the draw and drawing board with it i just i assumed that they would have the ability to fucking build cover and 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 create that sort of thing but it just doesn't exist it's fucking weird man so like yeah vehicles are way too powerful and it doesn't make sense for them to balance a game for 22 people in a 128 player server. So yeah. that's wrong. The specialists don't work uh, on a fundamental level. On a fundamental level, specialists don't work. There's no reason to Especially be when you've got four, it's four in a squad now, right? Or, yeah. I mean, it's been four in a squad since uh, Battlefield Five, but it used to be five. Maybe if there was an extra player in your team and you could be like, oh, we can have someone else being something weird, but we need an ammo person. We need someone with rockets. You should, you should have both you should be able to take two fucking gadgets i do not understand why i can only take one why can i only take a fucking rocket launcher and and that means i can't bring ammo along why why the fuck is that the case that doesn't make any or sense health. to me 
or yeah. or health or like fucking uh, a a rocket a dumb fire rocket and a fucking AA rocket. Like, why is that restricted? Or C C five instead of C four C five and a fucking rocket launcher or something. You don't have enough fucking ways to kill vehicles. It's fucking insane. Everyone should have all like seriously one person with the right gear should be able to kill any vehicle in the fucking game flat out i will not i will not suffer any discussion on this topic anyone who argues against this is fucking wrong because it's a fucking infantry game at its core if you want to play fucking vehicle go play fucking twisted metal Okay, like, if that's what you want to fucking play, go play Twisted Metal. Battlefield is a fucking infantry game, right? I don't have a problem with people jumping in the tanks unless they're squirrel and they sit at the back of the fucking map and fucking tool around the entire time. I do not have a problem with people being in tanks or choppers or planes. I do have a problem when they're able to rack up 100 kills without any fucking danger. This is the fucking artillery of Hell at Loose, except it's there's fucking 11 people with the capacity to fucking pull it off, right? As opposed to three douchebags ruining everyone's time. Instead, it's 11 per side ruining everyone else's game. And it just doesn't make any fucking sense to me. It's just cooked. They need to fucking refocus and understand it's an infantry game because most of the people playing Battlefield are infantry. I don't mean most people don't want to play vehicles. I mean... In any server, percentage-wise, right, five-sixths of the fucking server is not in a fucking vehicle. So why would you balance the game to lopsided it towards vehicles? One player kill any fucking vehicle. One rocket should kill any fucking jeep every single fucking time. Holy shit. Yep. One dumb fire rocket should kill any fucking chopper. I put up a video where I dumb fired rocket... Uh, shot two fucking choppers two different choppers i didn't get kills on either i died that's fucking ludicrous that is fucking ridiculous yeah like it's i mean that it's 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 even like the time to kill on the 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 vehicles has been shifted up as well right like they've just overall changed it. Like i posted those videos uh last night because i was saying this during the when we were playing in the beta, like I'm getting headshots. Yeah. Like multiple headshots and people aren't dying. Cause the way that you can tell in Battlefield, and it's something we've done a lot in the past, is you can change your hit indicators to different colors. And so I would change like my uh, headshot indicator to like purple. And so whenever I got a, a headshot, it would flash on the screen purple. And so you could see when you're doing the right thing. And the amount of times I would be firing, firing at somebody, hit them a bunch of times and get a, like a yellow marker, which means I hit, hit them in the head and yep. then hit them a couple more times and then get like another yellow marker. And I'm like, why are they still running around? Like yep. that is nuts. And I thought I was going insane. Like I didn't know what was going on. Maybe, maybe the server is um maybe having it's struggles and uh, yeah but we played three hours of this i kept seeing it and then we were playing last night and i saw it again and i clipped it i was like look it's ex like i've hit i've literally hit this dude like five times and two of them were headshots and he's still running around and yeah. i think it's maybe it's just an overall thing of like either something's going on with the ttk or they've the net code is fucked and it's not registering hits properly um as an infantry person you can't shoot a I mean, it doesn't seem like I'm any, doing any damage if I shoot a helicopter. Occasionally, yep. I'll get a hit marker, but I think that's because I'm hitting the person in the vehicle. But 
I can't like if a helicopter starts shooting at me and I don't have a rocket, I can't do anything about it. It looks like at this point because even if I shoot the helicopter, it's not doing damage. If we've got yeah. five, four people, all it in does the team, is all it does is like fucking draw the eye of Sauron onto you, right? Like, yeah. oh, okay. Well, maybe I shouldn't have put the fucking one ring on in the first place. <laughs> That's my bad, right? Like, Jesus yeah. Christ. Fuck. Yeah. So maybe it's just, I, I'm I'm hoping they listen and bring that down, but I, f I don't feel like they will just because of their attitude of how they handled Battlefield Five and, and trying to cater like a bigger audience. Um like even another tell i just thought of it um of them like trying to bring like everybody's having fun we gotta you know everybody's uh gonna play this game and have a great time like they've introduced bots ai players into the game and they fill out spots for people that are in there and they're terrible they they just the amount of bots i've seen run at me with a knife and i'm like oh okay it's a we're having a knife fight or like yeah they're they're cannon fodder to make people that aren't able to that are new to the game feel good we saw PUBG do it with battle royale introduce bots to make newer players feel better like yep. feel like they're getting kills at least here like it tells you you're killing a bot uh PUBG, you have no idea yeah. generally you have no idea I mean, unless they got a really fucking have, weird name you know for sure because they play like even worse <laughs> and they're than, teleporting than all over garbage the place. yeah uh but <laughs> um, but yeah at least it's very upfront in Battlefield. I don't have a problem with the AI. I think that's a. I think it's a smart idea to to fill servers out. Although I wish I could get like full servers as opposed to. I've had a lot. Like we had, we were playing one game yesterday, uh, where we had like one full squad in one server that was mostly bots, and then we had another full squad in another server that was mostly bots. Why wouldn't we just be in the same fucking server? Why wouldn't it put us in the fucking same server? Clearly there are spots if there are bots. So I don't fucking know. I don't Because it's hoping that you don't notice and then you murder all those bots and like, fuck yeah, we did great. Look so how good, good we are. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, but also maybe if there was a better way to distinguish that this is a bot as well. Like if I come across a line of people and one of those people is a player or, or, and I'm shooting the rest of them at bots. Like I'd probably yep. rather shoot the player because I know I'm gonna have a tougher time with them. Like just make it easier for yeah. me to see it. Like other than oh the name pops up now I've got to read the name and try and figure out if that's a bot. And, oh no, that's not a bot. That's a player. All right, I'll f fire on them. And it's just like it takes too long yeah. to sort of figure that thing out. The other thing that we talked about is the ticket rate. Um, when you capture because. Uh, control is a little bit different this this time it's sort of um we talked about how there's like c1 and c2 that is now considered there's multiple flags in a region that you need to capture um and they've yeah. done this weird balance thing because in previous battlefield games for instance like battlefield one you would have a behemoth come along in the game these are these big it's on the cover of battlefield one uh, you've got a giant like blimp in the sky and if your team was not doing very well by there was like a margin in the game like a significant percentage this behemoth would come in to the losing team and they would get some help some backup um and, of, and this was like a comeback mechanic right yeah exactly yeah and they are they've now decided that uh, obviously there's no behemoths in the game for this one but they've now decided the way they're going to do ticketing systems is if you are winning 
you're on the winning side, you've got the most tickets, the losing side is able to capture points quicker. Yeah, which um, they have actually done. It was like that in Battlefield Five as well. Yeah. But it's completely- But I, I think this is compl- like they've outweighed themselves this time. 100%. Like, the problem is they've got this system in place regardless of how close the game is and that is the problem right it should be weighted still if you're if you're beating a team by hundreds and hundreds of points that's when that system should be in play and kicking in but if you're playing a game and it's down to 50 tickets with each team and you you know one team's got 45 tickets the other team's got 50 the losing team shouldn't have an advantage no they should it should be the same and so we had a game the other night where we were we, we were winning by I don't like know like 60 20, tickets 20 uh, yeah 20 to 50 tickets. it was like 60 to 40 or something right yeah I don't know anyway they managed we to up cap gone yeah they managed to cap uh, the three that you were talking about B, D and E right they managed to cap the holy trinity and we were A and uh, our team managed to cap F and we went to go cap C while our team went to go get E from so they went from F to E we went from A to C and we were capping C and it legit bled forever 50 fucking tickets in the time it took me took us to not like two of us me and uh, Steve Wright from Survivor were both free capping on this point and it took 50 tickets. We lost 50 tickets in that time because it went so fucking slow. We didn't actually cap C. It never ticked over. We never got, like, we were at 90%. It took that fucking long to do because it was so fucking lopsided. Fuck me. And you and Nate were at, um, we were at, at a different C2, side right? We were at C1. You were at C2. And it, it was the same for fucking, it was the same for you. And it shouldn't yeah. have happened. Right? It would have been a good, close match. It was real fucking tight. Like, two t- two teams way down to the wire. They managed to cap three fucking... The, the holy trinity of points. And we were doing everything we could to get things back for our team. And yet, nothing. We got fucked. That was so bad. That was the fucking worst. Fuck me. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know. Is there much else to say? It's looking rough. It's it's not looking very good. Unless this is a really old build, and they my my issue is that yes, they can fix a bunch of these balance changes, but at the same time, they've removed so much from the game. They've added some cool ideas, like the um, uh, being able to change your your weapon mods on the fly. But that's not even a huge deal anyway. Like it's cool if you're switching between a six X and a red dot. Yeah. Because it's a larger map, right? That makes sense, but it's not a huge difference. Still, I'm like, not gonna, I'm not going to be changing from a long barrel to a fucking silencer at any fucking point. Why the fuck would I do that, right? Like, what does that bring to the table, right? Yeah. Either I'm going to roll around with a fucking silencer on, or I'm going to roll around with a fucking long barrel. I'm not not going to be like, hmm, this this situation calls for for a silenced weapon. I'm going to go in stealthy like, yes. Mm. No, fuck that shit. I'm just going to fucking blap cunts as fast as humanly possible. I've never once equipped the silencer and I don't know why you would because spotting doesn't appear to work. Like, so there's no fucking point to it. Like, yeah. None of that makes any sense. Uh, 
apparently they will allow you to fully customize weapons. Um, like, it's just not in the game at the moment. It's not in the beta. Uh, the cu weapon customization, you can build out a weapon and you will take it in and you can just use the T to sort of change shit on the fly. Um, but... I don't know. Like, the yeah, the... It seems weird to include an entire system that you would use maybe once, right? Maybe once. I don't know. Yeah. And then remove so many others. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. Um, the other, like other things that... Do you remember like rewarding teams that were good, that were playing the objective, like, all right, you can call in, like in Battlefield 1, you can call in like a rocket. Yeah. And, like, or you can call in... Uh, a tank that is a little bit better like just really smart systems that rewarded good teams it's like nah well that that team's already playing good they don't need it we're getting rid of that yeah it's just like yeah it's such a backwards game this feels like a game that they've built on a new engine and they needed to start from scratch yeah but that's not the case no they just removed a bunch of stuff yeah to make yep. a different game oh. yeah i don't get anyway. it anyway i don't get it it's Very upsetting. I don't know, it's not looking promising um so there you go that's out in uh yeah for what, five weeks now one two three four five just over five weeks six weeks just six over weeks. six weeks um i don't know is there much else to say at this no. point no no it's not i mean i haven't had a chance to to check out other people's feelings at this point um because we had we had influencers in our and streamers in our group and and they all love it or well, they they're pointedly paid. not saying anything <laughs> yeah. yeah they're yeah. releasing silent videos with no commentary whatsoever so they don't they're the people that like it. it uh yeah and you can tell because you can if they've got a, a watermark in their video yep. it means they're getting paid yep <laughs> yeah um all right because i was really interested in seeing you know the thoughts of like jack frags or anything like that and he's obviously not saying much at this point because he just so put he up a 20 minute anything. video yep yeah. <laughs> uh, you know i want to i want to find out what those people that really dig into this stuff are think about it and like the thing is right i reckon there aren't that many people who play more battlefield than like Nate, for example. Nate plays a fuck ton of Battlefield. Uh, like I don't think there are many influences. Like Jack Frags is obviously an exception. Uh, but any influences that I, you know, really fucking put weight in the opinion of uh, that really play that much fucking Battlefield. And uh, yeah. Like, it just, I think it's just very telling. It's very telling that people who know Battlefield haven't really been liking it. Anyway. Yeah. Um, anyway. All right, there you go. Battlefield 2042. Uh, the open beta starts in this weekend. This weekend. Um, people are sort of thinking, data mining, there could be a second map that drops. Right. Um, cool. We didn't see a second map when we played. They nope. showed us one. That's true. But 
I guess we'll wait and see uh, what happens there. I mean, it'd be cool to to play another map to sort of get an idea of what they're going for. Um, yeah. But we'll have to hang on to that one and hopefully uh, we'll get a chance to see some more of that. All right, there you go. That's Hopefully it's better. We'll keep going here. We've got the last game on our list, Far Cry 6, the uh, sequel to Far Cry 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Um, well, the main uh, game in the next series of this franchise. Uh, let's kick things off with maybe your um, your your relationship with the Far Cry series. Have you which ones have you enjoyed? Which ones haven't you enjoyed? Sort of, how do you sort of feel about it? Uh, yeah, I um, you know, obviously I played all of all of the Far Cry's except for Primal. Yeah, actually, the dinosaur one. I haven't played Primal. Uh, I was always interested, but not real dinosaurs, right? It was like not really. It was like woolly mammoths like, and shit. Yeah, no at least dinosaurs. the amount real, that I played. Real missed opportunity. Um, but uh, I like three. I like two. Uh, I love two. I love. I really like three. It was very different, but I like three. Uh, One was probably the most different out of all of them. Very different, yeah. Um, I liked one. I actually really liked one. Um, and then it sort of went its own direction with Far Cry 2. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Far Cry 3, different again. Far Cry 4 was pretty similar to 3, and I didn't really, I don't know, didn't really link to that one all that, that well. It didn't really grab me as much. Five, I didn't enjoy at all. Um, and once I realized that when, like, the, 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 I don't know, three or four hours I'd played with Nate in co-op, um, none of that converted to my single-player experience, and I would have to play all of that again. Once I realized that, I did not continue playing. I did jump in again towards the end of Nate's game. Yeah. Um, and I could see how it ended and stuff, but I didn't really care to. Um, and then six. Uh, yeah, we come to six, I guess. Uh, but I I haven't really liked Far Cry since three, really. Um, I just don't find... Three was the turning point. Like, yeah, I think so. Like, it was... Three sort of redefined what the franchise was about, right? Two was its own thing. One was definitely its own thing. Three sort of def like lays out what every Far Cry will be from then on. But I think it had a really interesting world. It had a really interesting like uh, idea of what it wanted to be as a world. And, uh, and I just didn't find that to be the case from there on like after i guess four was okay like it was sort of just a downward trend for me right four to five um just yeah again a little bit repetitive exactly that too uh like you knew the fucking you knew the fucking formula yeah like you knew it by the end of three let alone four like by the start of four three had already worn it thin um, and you're like, all right, cool. Let's do it again. So yeah. What about you? You like Far Cry, don't you? Yeah, I enjoy Far Cry. Um, I really liked three quite a lot. Um, yep. 
the i just thought all the systems worked so well like the the thing that really stood out for me was the um like the hunting and uh, like putting the animals in this world and you'd be out doing something and all of a sudden be attacked by like a cougar or whatever or like it had run into a camp and just start murdering people randomly like it just felt like a really interesting sandbox game um and then uh obviously the not the main antagonist but sort of the main antagonist <laughs> like vast in that game yeah. who strangely was like people gripped onto him like you wouldn't believe like you remember that first e3 when they showed him off and it was like holy shit this is awesome yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you play the game and you and he dies and you're like oh all right <laughs> yeah fair enough and then there's like another dude that's the bad guy mm-hmm. and you're like oh okay they kind of maybe screwed that up but i think they realize that at this point like how popular he is yeah. and i think he is the 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 sort of like um the benchmark or the blueprint going forward for these games let's have a villain who is extremely compelling and uh we'll set the thing around them and i think um uh you know pagan min was was interesting um i i actually quite enjoyed five um with uh joseph seed as a villain and like how that game ends is fucking insane it's spoilers for far cry 5 which came out in 2018 but you kind of lose at the end of that game. Yeah. Uh, a nuke goes off. Like he is this um, crazy person who's talking about the end of the world and uh, and the nuke just basically explodes and ruins. Um, you, you kind of lose <laughs> at that yeah. point. And uh, I think that's such a cool ending. Like don't have the protagonist win. Like, I mean, you sort of win, but you don't. Shit goes bad. I thought that was fantastic. Um I'd always, I always thought that was like a fascinating thing to see in movies where like things don't go the way you sort of thought they would go. Like they just end poorly. I just think it's a cool idea. Um, yep. But at that point, you kind of saw things starting to untangle in five. The, 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 the sort of stripping back of the hunting mechanics becoming less relevant um, and uh, the way they sort of dished out... Uh, uh, quest to you and that sort of thing but i still enjoyed the world i thought that it looked really into like those massive like redwood forests and and uh this weird sort of like uh you're in this funky town where there's like hicks everywhere and it's just kind of it's just seen different stuff that i hadn't seen before in a far cry game it was a different environment and also different ecosystems and regions it kind of places felt lived in and and that sort of thing and so but there were there was signs there of like all right we're getting a bit we're getting a bit on on the nose here uh you've sort of got to start thinking of new ways to freshen this thing up and i thought far cry 6 was going to be doing that because you can't just keep there's that you know the the ubisoft meme where they all their games are the same it's just a fucking there's towers everywhere and yep. you gotta climb the tower and, and reveal everything and you go into this thing and you know clear the outposts and that sort of stuff um and yeah so we get to far cry 6 and um why should we set up the story for this one it's basically sure. um set on a tropical island called yara um led by a president slash dictator um played by Giancarlo esposito uh who you know from either breaking bad or uh is he in better call Saul? i'm not 
I haven't I watched watch it. it. Yeah. Uh, he's also in a bunch of other things. He's in Mandalorian um, yeah. as Moff Gideon. And uh, yeah, the idea is that he is the president of this place who has, that has been frozen in time. This is the description Ubisoft Toronto has given us uh, mm. since the 60s. And they've discovered that this tobacco plant on the island is able to uh, cure cancer. And they are they are selling it to other countries and and it's uh, other countries other than the U.S. because they don't like the U.S. Um, but they're making a bunch of money. Um, but also the the country itself is sort of falling apart and uh, people are sort of uh, revolt. Uh, you know, there's this revolution happening of guerrilla factions wanting to stand up and overthrow this uh this leader, which is the premise of the last couple of Far Cry games. That is, you know, there's someone at the top oppressing these people and the smaller faction has to overthrow the the leader or government or whatever it is that's the basic idea you know nothing sort of new there um and so it's it's set up on this island it's split into a bunch of different regions and uh you start off on like a little small tutorial island which gives you the basic rundown of the mechanics you'll run through in the entire game clearing uh, either like military bases or little outposts. Um, there are checkpoints or road checkpoints throughout the the region, which sort of have spike strips set up on them that if you drive a vehicle over, your vehicle will go boom. Uh, so you need to clear them to sort of get around a bit easier. And then um, there's also like anti-aircraft points in the game that stops you from flying vehicles or airdropping into locations that you need to clear. Uh, and they're kind of like the three main pillars of the clearing areas and doing sort of side mission objectives to to explore. Um, would you say they're, they're the three? And those, then like the sort of side missions as well, but they're the yeah. three repetitive things that you do. Those, those are the three things you'll do over and over and over again and, until you're tired. Your eyes bleed of the concept yeah um, yeah yeah and so that's set on the tutorial island and when i saw that i was like i spent maybe three three hours on this island and i was like okay it's like i was getting to the point where i'm like this island is kind of it looks a bit small but at the same time okay fair enough and it wasn't until it then moves you finish that island and it moves off and you zoom out and you're like holy fuck like shit this is a lot there's a lot here <laughs> I'm gonna be here forever. Yeah, uh, and it kind of feels like it's maybe too much. It's overwhelming. It it's daunting. It's like, uh, this is a lot. Like, even 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 for even for a Ubisoft game in twenty in in the second second decade of the twenty first century. Yeah. This is a lot. Because fucking Valhalla oh. was sort of the same, right? Like And Odyssey. You look at those maps and you're like, fucking this, hell. This, like, this is a lot. <laughs> yeah. I understand why four four hundred thousand people made this game now. Yeah. Yeah. Makes um, sense. And so you're just like, oh boy. I don't know. I don't know, man. Um Yeah, that first that first island sort of lulls you into a false sense of fucking scale like 
this the main portion of the game is so much bigger than that first island so much bigger and yeah when you realize just how much bigger it feels like a fucking ton like too much yeah yeah i got to um the it, it's i mean the the main game is set up in three regions um you've got the i mean there's five but it's you spend most of it in the three there's a tory island there's like a hq which is very you go there like twice um and then the rest of it is the main game and i cleared the the game sort of tells you hey you should probably go to this part first you know over here check it out and so i did that one area and i spent so long in there and i was i was doing the like i was clearing all those outposts and um clearing the road checkpoints and going through and collecting side missions and doing the hunting stuff and like trying to go through it all and i I eventually got through it and then finished the the story section for that area because each each area has their own section where there are these legends throughout yara and um you need to sort of recruit them in order to fight the big bad at the end uh and then so once i cleared that entire section i was like i've got to do that two more times like i'm already getting tired like i am so tired of doing the same thing over and over again and now you want me to go do that i'm a third of the way through i'm like holy fuck and that that was the kind of point where i'm like i don't know if i want to play this anymore like i'm so bored of doing the same thing over and over and over again and i think the biggest issue here is that there's no like there's no sense of challenge there's no evolution in the game everything that you are shown on that tutorial island is what you get in the main game the only difference that they do is that like you clear an outpost and it's something you notice when you jumped in one of my games later on where like there is alarm system set up in the world and like if a if an ai enemy runs or or hears you or spots you and runs over and activates that alarm they can call in reinforcements and their idea of evolving the combat is by putting a reinforced piece of metal over the the alarm system so you can't shoot it anymore and 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 i i am i'm loath to do this because i fear that this will be glass shattering for people who are playing and enjoying far cry 6 i think people will enjoy far cry 6 right sure. i don't think that necessarily the week-long review schedule is conducive to enjoying far cry 6 i don't think playing all of far cry 6 inside of a week is necessarily the best way to fucking have that fucking time right it's definitely not something you want to fucking squash into a tiny portion of time but nevertheless uh so so i do think people will enjoy it i do think people can find fun in it because there is something sort of therapeutic right uh like what what was happening for me right checking things off a list yeah what was happening for me was i would jump in and i would play for a bit i'd play for like half an hour and i'd do a couple of these things i'd do a fucking uh checkpoint or like an aa thing or i'd hunt something and i'd like knock that stuff off the map and then i'd be like what am i gonna do now oh the same thing again i don't want to do that and i'd quit right until you came on so i could play cop um i just didn't want to do that i didn't want to do the story missions because i'd done them all already 
in co-op with you um what you realize real quick uh, about that alarm system is that the armor piercing rounds still destroy the armor armored alarm systems yeah <laughs> but worse still there's literally no reason to have any other ammo in your gun apart from the fucking armor piercing rounds yeah what's the point there is different there, there's like seven different fucking ammo types the second yeah. one you unlock the first one you got is like soft soft flesh rounds soft or some rounds. shit soft yeah. rounds second one you unlock is out armor piercing which you unlock at the same time as the soft ones you put those in every gun there's literally no reason to put anything else in there's poison rounds and explosive rounds and emp rounds and all of them are useless they make no sense whatsoever the armor piercing rounds kill everything everywhere including the armored fucking uh alarm systems and this is a case of this is one of those situations right this is doom 2016 right like uh shotgun. <laughs> the shotgun right the super shotgun once you realize the super shotgun can do everything for you and you've always got enough ammo for it and there's no reason to fucking use anything else you will not use anything else right you have to force yourself to use something else and that is a that is a habit of a certain type of player that i think both you and i uh inhabit right we are that sort of fucking player who will optimize the fun out of a game at our own expense at the game's expense but it's not our fault that is a game design flaw i will fucking i will die on this hill that is a game design flaw one that they fixed in doom eternal mind you specifically and deliberately fixed in doom eternal they went back to to Doom 2016, and they said to themselves, do you know what's wrong with this fucking game? This is what's wrong. You can just use the fucking super shotgun for everything. Let's make it so that you can't use that at all times. And they fixed it, and they made a fucking way better game in Doom Eternal. Far Cry has that problem. You can very quickly optimize the fun out of it. You and I went to the, the fucking the mainland together in co-op, right? And apart from immediately uh accidentally doing the secret ending uh completely by accident which was pretty entertaining uh, um yeah which we were talking about at the time as well <laughs> yeah we were like what if this is how, how do you do it anyway um the other thing that happened was what we were trying to do when we accidentally did it was we were trying to see if you could do the breath of the wild style go see go to fucking uh ganon's ganondorf ganon whichever one it is in fucking breath of the wild uh the castle hyrule castle at the start and just fucking black the cunt from the get-go which you can do once you leave the fucking plateau in breath of the wild you can just go kill ganondorf if you fucking want to right we wanted to see if you could just go kill fucking castillo from the fucking outset immediately right because we knew theoretically where he was uh and the, the big bad warning that the game gave us was that we would be underpowered. We Our bullets wouldn't do any damage. However, the game says, however, headshots still insta-kill. And so that was it. That was enough for me. I hadn't not headshot anything the entire fucking game, right? I hadn't, like, if I didn't headshot an enemy, I missed. Because I wasn't aiming for anything other than the fucking head. 
Like it was just all headshots all day because that's the only fucking the only thing that made sense to me. That's just what I did, uh, and I'm like, F -f -f then let's fucking go end this shit. And so we went, we went all the way up, and you can't do it. There's no way to do it. We went to, I mean, we went everywhere that you could possibly go to get to Casio, and it's artificially locked off. You're not able to do that. You're not able to immediately finish the game by assassinating Castillo early, which I find disappointing, but it's not a deal breaker. It's it's fine. Um, I would have liked it if you could do it, uh, but whatever. Uh, it's not that kind of game. Like You can't fucking like rail against it for not being that kind of game. But what it did sort of lay out was that even when we were like fucking nine, ten ranks below the guards, and everything is a red skull difficulty, which is they've sort of borrowed the, the division style uh, level scaling system where red skull means if they see you, you are dead. Even if that was the case, it didn't fucking matter because we could headshot, one shot, sorry, one shot, headshot everything we fucked saw. And that to me laid out that we would like this game it was pretty much over for me at that point because i can't fucking unsee that shit i can't unknow that there is zero challenge in this game the only yeah. time there was challenge uh for me was when i went into a bunker and got attacked by like 40 fucking roosters, roosters. that all had the fucking taste for human blood <laughs> um yeah that and was, they don't die to one shots. And they For don't die to reason, one. That, animals that, don't die to headshots. That was that was the hairiest the game got for me. Yeah. Um, Dogs yeah, like, are more scary than the humans in this game because <laughs> they don't go down in one shot. And you're like, oh, okay, uh, this is gonna be a bit hard. I gotta tap them in the head four times. And I don't, I don't want to shoot them as well. I don't have a problem with popping a fucking human, but like they, the dogs do yeah. that whine, and I'm like, oh, you fucking bastards like i would play the the way i'd play those other games is i'd get the bow and arrow out and i'd stealth my way in and hide behind yeah. the bush and stab a dude and drag the bot remember like all that stuff you would yeah because we no haven't gotten these points but like you would you'd get your skills where you could stab someone and throw a knife at them and like chain these takedowns yeah and like i did none of that in this game they give you a, 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 a basically a rifle that has a silencer on it you can headshot everybody and so you can clear out outposts in like seconds you just run through you there's no need to stealth anything you just run her up and just murder everybody uh, like on the fucking like the first on that initial island right i was like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. mark 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 like or not even like and, and then when i like progressed in my skill level don't have to mark like, anybody more well, no, I'd like whip out the fucking, the phone, right? And you use your phone, press X to whip out your phone and you can mark all the, all the enemies in a, in a checkpoint or some shit. And you just like fucking scrabble, uh, scribble your, your mouse across the fucking screen to quick mark everything and then you put it away. And then you're like, okay, okay, pop, 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 done, finished. Find some way, I didn't have a fucking like grenade or something. It's equipped. I had fucking baseballs equipped for some dumb fucking yeah. reason. So I couldn't blow up the fucking billboard. So I, I like most of the problem I would have destroying the, uh, overtaking a checkpoint was finding some way to explode this fucking billboard. Um, I actually, that was the only reason I ever went to explosive rounds. I put him on SMG so that when I had to destroy a billboard, I could just shoot it with this SMG that had explosive rounds. 
that was it. But um, yeah, you loaded up on baseballs. Yeah, I, I had to have my baseballs, man. <laughs> um, and then like the fucking next thing, the next stage of that is you don't mark anyone anymore. You sort of just sneak in and you just pop, run pop, in. Pop. That's, they're that's, on the map anyway. By the time you're on the main continent, you just fucking yeah, you just run in. Like you just like yeah. pop, 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 fucking clap. Like Steven Seagal fucking half-assing his way through his latest fucking action movie. You're just like fucking uh, running fatly through a fucking checkpoint, blopping cunts like mm. the fucking laziest man alive or some shit. Like yeah. it's just ludicrous, man. Like there's no you, challenge. Do you but like so quickly outpace any concept of challenge in that game? Yeah. Uh, you can shoot the security cameras, you can yeah. shoot alarm systems, and they are the two things at the start of the game it gives you. Oh, and there's uh, they put trip mines up everywhere, but you just dismantle them or you just jump over them. Like, you jump over them, basically. Um, like, there's no challenge. And it doesn't change throughout the course of the game. It's yep. exactly the same the entire way through. Oh, now there's a guy who's got uh, the you know a flamethrower. It doesn't matter because I he just headshot him. Headshot, yeah. He dies to a headshot. Oh, like the, the, when they introduce that enemy, they're like, "Oh, maybe shoot his, maybe shoot his the canister tank. on the back," and you shoot the canister oh, and it explodes. Him. And uh, you're like, "Okay, cool." And then the next guy's there, and he won't turn around to show me the tanks. I'm like, "Fucking all, I have a fucking bullet in the face," and he drops. I'm like, "Well, it was almost interesting for a brief moments." It was almost a challenge because I figured I'd have to wait for him to turn around or reposition. No, don't worry about it. Headshot. You, headshot. Straight to headshot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like fucking... I I use the same gun the entire game. The gun they give you, that rifle, it's like a two-star rifle at the start, start of the game. I use that the entire game. Yeah. Because there was no need for me to switch to anything else. I, I, had, I had my... Because they give you three guns, right? Yeah. Primary, secondary uh thirdary yeah <laughs> and then a sidearm right and so but i would have like an assault rifle in one and the other one would be like flamethrower or something else but i never switched from that other gun because there was no point i could just kill everything in one shot I, and it was there was no there's no like repercussions to doing that there's no reason not to because everybody dies so quickly and nobody notices so you can do everything at a distance uh, and if they do call in reinforcements, you've got this, um, it's called a Supremo backpack, yep. which the game gives you. And I think that that's one of the cool, it's actually a cool idea. Um, he wears his backpack, which has a, as, as it's sort of first th thing that you get, it fires rockets out of the top, like a, a, a rocket attack. And it just sort of heat seeks the other enemies on the ground and just immediately blows them up. It fires like six or seven. Um, but you can actually interchange that to do a bunch of other things. You can set it up as an EMP device to take over tanks or uh, heal people in co-op and all this other stuff. Um, but like if things get hairy and alarm goes off, you just pop it. And everyone that reinforce all the reinforcements are dead instantly. Yep. And it's like, cool, I'm done. There you go. Next thing to go. Like there's no... Uh, I, like, I really like that as a system. It recharges by killing people, which is an, is an incentive. It's there as a backup if things go wrong. If a tank rolls up and you don't have grenades to take care of them, like that is cool. But there's, it's it's there and it does all it does is make you even more powerful than you already are and make yeah. the combat even less 
interesting or true like it's so trivial to just run through destroy everybody instantly and have there be no like evolution in the coming into an outpost and being like all right well there's a door here that like you play a metal gear solid game and it slowly ramps up on the the stealth mechanics and introduces all these new things that you need to sort of figure out and bypass and gives you new tools and this game doesn't give you any new tools it's just like here's another thing to try and take over good luck with it and also it's the same thing for outposts and checkpoints and aa guns like they're the main things that you're doing and then you get into the main missions and it's the same thing over again you get a car you drive around you clear an outpost you rescue someone a hostage you inexplicably drive 500 meters to start a cutscene a cutscene to have a conversation that could have been said via a text yeah Uh (laughs) which is you're constantly on the phone yeah then all of a sudden you've got to go meet up with this person for them to tell you that you need to go back to this other place yeah why why can't you just call me like i'm not i'm like i'm not picking obviously there's gonna be cutscenes but you've got a phone and you're on the phone so much yeah (laughs) yeah it's strange um yeah i there's there's a lot a lot of things i don't like in this game the um i i think it's a pretty game i don't think they do anything interesting with the art style everything looks the same it's split up into three regions they're not distinctly different from each other. I could be anywhere on the map and not know where I am because it all looks the same. Um, yeah. And I, I I mentioned this in like my review and I bring this up a lot, but I think I bring this up a lot is because I think that is the the benchmark that is, you know, the, the bar that has been set by open world games, Red Dead Redemption 2, the yeah. way it does is it's environmental storytelling or just open world uh, design philosophy of you are running around yes there are hud markers on the world that you can see and there is a mission over here but your sense of self-discovery of running around and finding this weird thing out in the world and then that kicking off a chain mission or not even a chain mission a discussion with a person that then leads you somewhere else or uh coming across something a weird house with a dead body in it i know and then finding all these things out for yourself and just uh you know there's that that i remember when we were talking about original skyrim and i told you guys about the dog that i found the talking dog and you guys that's you're fucking insane what are you talking about like there is none of that in this game everything is on a map on your map someone you talk to and a hud marker pops up there's no moment you get close enough to something interesting right that's like it's already been flagged on your minimap Right, yeah. you come like those fucking the coyote, the fucking devil coyotes, whatever the fuck they are, right? Like wandering up on their den by accident, mm. and it pops up like I don't know, coyotes diablos or whatever the fuck they're called, and it's like bang, and I'm like, what is it? Oh, okay, and then I can see I'm walking towards it. I'm like, so I could have actually blindly stumbled into that and had yeah. a fucking random experience where I get mauled to death by some crazy fucking dogs. But instead... You told me. <laughs> right? Like, you just fucking... Yeah. It just laid it out there. Hmm. And that's what this game is. It's like a series of clearing markers on a map that are always yep. there. And if they're not there, 
there's a dude walking around most of the time that you can talk to and they will literally give you a new marker to go onto on the yeah. map whether it's going and doing another mission or opening a new box or and i think that that can be satisfying right i think yeah, that can be satisfaction like found in that experience because there is something pretty zen about it right like i was saying before like that's it's just not compelling right it's not yeah. self it's not self-sustaining in any meaningful way, right? It's Zen, the yeah. same way playing the fucking daily missions in solitaire on fucking on Game Pass is Zen, right? Like I knock out, I knock out the fucking daily uh, solitaire free cell, and then I fucking yeah close it down, and that's the yeah. problem Far Cry has because it's not supposed to be that sort of game it's supposed to be a game that is like compelling in its own right compelling you to continue to play it to sure. continue to unravel the mysteries of this fucking island nation that is at war with itself and these interesting this interesting cast of characters uh which it has some pretty good characters it has some pretty good writing interspersed with some awful characters and some awful writing which is just also yeah, it's, pretty it's a fucking weird, weird. Tone. like there's all over the fucking place tonally yeah um but yeah sorry just to go back because i just thought of sure. something i th what is completely bizarre to me uh in relation to that sort of s a sense of self-exploration is that ubisoft might be one of the best at doing this of having um multiple sort of ways to approach these games and they've done it well in like the recent ghost recon games um the last couple of assassin's creed games where they're like hey how do you want to play this mm. and there's like an exploration mode where it turns off like all the hud markers or like it'll give you the hud marker but then give you hints as to what you should be doing and where you should be exploring um and so like having like that's not here and that's just sort of another you can you can turn that all the hut off and stuff yeah to make it more immersive but that just ruins you just like eliminate all that shit like you turn yeah. like it's got like fucking you can turn off literally every single aspect of the hut uh every little bit like there's 40 fucking options for you to t turn off and stuff uh mm. but it's not like curated in the same way that the discovery mode of assassin's creed is or anything like that it's just sort of an on off switch where you have to sort of know what to turn off so that you don't fucking neuter yourself uh, and your ability to fucking determine which fucking part of a jungle you're in because it's just jungle all over yeah. the fucking shop, you know? Yeah. Um, you're, you just mentioned, like, characters. I think that... So the, the, the main character, the president, Anton Castillo, is... Uh, as I said, played by Giancarlo Esposito. I think he's completely underutilized. He's not in it much at all. No. He pops up usually, uh, as, as we said, each region is sort of set up. So there's a, um, sort of like generals or people in charge below him and you're sort of eliminating those, uh, those leadership areas. And every time you do that, and you, you know, you get a new pop-up and you see what he's doing and with his son Diego and that's kind of all he really shows up there's a you know maybe one or two times other than that but he's not in it a whole lot and i just yeah. don't i think he's a very like 
cliched sort of character. There's nothing interesting about him. I've I've seen people say I think they think he's the best villain in Far Cry, and I don't. I don't think he's the best. I thought he was. I thought he was well written. I thought he was good. Uh, he was just used. I just too, think he's not there much. Sparingly, yeah. Like, uh, but when he is there, his relationship with uh, his son, I thought that was an interesting sort of like. I thought that evolved in a pretty interesting way. Yeah. Uh, I thought they did. But I just don't think they go anywhere. Like it's not fleshed Ultimately, out. Ultimately, yeah, they don't do anything with that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, because he's he's not in it enough. It's almost like they had more for it and then they just sort of wound it back or something because the way it's done as well is sort of very independent of your own story it's sort of like you'll do something and then it'll cut to castillo doing something else with his son and (laughs) that has no relation and it's like yeah okay cool yeah and 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 it's it's a very like all the stuff he is doing is fucking serious and he, he is in a completely different game to what you're playing. You're fucking running around and there's like, to, to me, and I said this to you guys the other day when we were talking about it, it feels more like they're going really goofy. It feels more like a Just Cause game or like, it's not that goofy, but it's getting on that level where they're trying to really do strange things. And it's sort of telling in the game design, even with like, the amigos and these are the ai companions that you can take in the previous far cry game um they had uh, ai companions that would go on your missions with you M- the majority of them were human characters but then they introduced like um uh, boomer who was a boomer yeah boomer. yeah boomer was a dog and uh and the bear i can't remember the bear's name but i remember everybody flipping out about the bear right and it's yeah. like they went oh people like that let's do that again and every AI character will be some sort of goofy animal. Yep. And so they've done that in here. And so you've got this weird tone because even it happens in story beats of like, just, it's, they're like two completely separate games. It's, it's, they're getting more and more less serious as they go along. Well, this game is much more less serious than the other games. Well, sometimes like. it is. And sometimes you're taking photos of fucking mass graves in a mission <laughs> called Picks or It Didn't Happen. Which yeah. has got to be like, uh, uh, who, who put that one together? That one's out of out of out of control. It's yeah. a mass grave. It's it's a fucking mission from Spec Ops: The Line, but it's fucking called Pixar. It didn't happen. Like it's a fucking meme. What yeah. the fuck? There's a cockfighting mini game that yeah, is that's... set up like Street Fighter. Yeah, and you're like, what the fuck is happening here? yeah which it's not i don't think it's like it's it's not done very well at all i don't understand there's different roosters you can unlock and i don't know why you'd want to um but just tonally it just feels like it's all over the place as to what's yeah absolutely what they're trying to do like jean carlo's in this very serious video game who's killing it who doesn't get enough screen time and the other side, you've got this weird wacky goofy dude who's singing the macarena while he's in a helicopter you're like all right fair enough yeah yeah exactly it's weird although i would literally literally john wick everything well the only reason they needed the only excuse they needed for me to go on a killing spree in uh in far cry 6 right was if they killed uh chorizo if they killed chorizo 
that's it. I would burn that entire island down to the ground. Every time anyone... <laughs> like, Trezo's your little fucking sausage dog puppy who's got, mm-hmm. like, uh, who's got wheels for his back legs, like the fucking dog in the Drew Carey show. And he is utterly adorable. And his special power is you sick him onto a, an enemy and he'll go up and yap at them until they, and they get distracted by how cute he is so you can murder them with a fucking machete to the back of the fucking neck. Yeah. And anytime if you don't want to use like, your gun to murder yeah. everybody instantly, you can do that. Just to see, just to see, just so Chorizo can have some fun. You know, he's like, oh, Chorizo, here you go. Do this. <laughs> and if they all like point a gun at him, that's it. I would be like, fuck, are you fucking kidding? That's it. Everyone dies. And I'd be like shooting fucking people, just innocent people would be driving by in a car who would have seen Chorizo nearly die. I'm like, you die, you die, animals die, everything fucking dies. How dare they try to start any shit on Chorizo? I couldn't, I, was, I had no time for it. The other thing was uh, I had Chicharron, right? I got Chicharron. You were doing the fucking, you were doing the fucking <laughs> mission and I joined your game right as you finished the Chicharron mission. Chicharron is your uh, your punk rock uh rooster who has like a fucking spike collar and uh i literally i joined for like the last five seconds of that mission and i unlocked chitron which was fantastic i left him unlocked because he's almost as efficient as just headshotting everyone like while i'm headshotting the three people on the right hand side chitron has already murdered the two people on the other side uh-huh, he's just like this fucking murder bird. But, uh, yeah, my favorite thing with him was uh, I joined for, like, the... Uh, we're playing co-op together, and I've jumped in, and I've still got him, uh, like, equipped for the, you know, extremely serious, no more goofing around, ending fucking missions of this game. The fucking... You know, a huge fucking ending. The impactful, ooh, this is how it all goes down. And in every single cutscene that Danny is in, the main character is in, um, Chicharon is in it, running around in the background, fucking flapping his fucking bird wings with his punk rock fucking necklace on, like just being a fucking moron. And it elevated everything, every single fucking cutscene to just the maximum level as a result because it was absolutely ridiculous. Uh, so that was amusing. Uh, boom Boom is obviously Boomer. There's obviously, there's no question there. Boom Boom's just bo- Boomer. I liked Guapo. I didn't find, there, there must, I think there's two other Amigos that I never found. Yeah, one of them is by doing the, um, you get a, a mission really early on where you have to find like three treasures. Right. Um, and you hand them, oh, yeah, I, think I think we it's did like, like a panther or something. Right, okay. I didn't yep. unlock it either. Right. Um, but yeah, I, the Amigos was an interesting system, but completely useless because you could just headshot everything immediately. But Chorizo is adorable. So don't talk shit about Chorizo. I'm just, it's all I'm saying. Yeah. If you want Chorizo early, uh, you can go to three different, uh, locations after you've done the first island. Uh, you can go, if you go left, if you go to the left location, you'll unlock trees early. If you go to the right one, you'll unlock Chitron, I think. In the middle one, you get Boom Boom. 
Yeah. That's it. That's that's my pitch. That's my tip, my hot tip. But yeah. What uh, else to complain about? Um uh the way they do so they've removed skills and perks from the game so it's something we were just talking about like you would uh previously you don't experience you would unlock extra perks it'd be something like you know the takedown system you take someone down you'd be able to throw a knife at someone else chain combos uh be able to carry more gadgets i don't know breathe underwater run quicker uh make less noise that sort of stuff they were all attached to to perks uh, sorry to, to the level amount system um they've removed the skills and perks from this game now which has been in there for the last like three games um well maybe since the start i can't remember and um instead what they've done is they've replaced those and so they're now attached to gear and weapons in the game uh, so you'll find out in the world a new vest or a uh, new pair of shorts or whatever and they've all got special abilities it might be like the the gloves will reduce your weapon sway or your vest will make you uh do less sounds when you're moving around or your hat will allow you to um headshots more easily and uh and then also there's weapons that have some of that stuff too that you can sort of equip extra things it'll be like you can carry more grenades now or you'll set people on fire and some of them are interchangeable some of them are permanently you can't change um this is a problem because you are now forcing players to play a specific way in a game that is supposed to be a sandbox environment where they can sort of do whatever they want uh if they want to play a stealth game then they can play it as a stealth game if they want to play an action game run around and just shoot everybody you can do that but now you are alienating people. You switch it up on the fly, you mean? Yeah. Now, now the problem is that your some of these perks are attached to gear that you may not have. If yeah. you want to go on a stealthy approach and 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 be specced in that direction, you might not have that stuff, and you might not have it because you haven't found it out in the world that is in a crate somewhere that you haven't discovered yet. Yeah. And that's a problem because you've now gotten rid of an entire system where people have liked playing a game this way. And now, oh, here's all the stuff that you've unlocked, but sorry, you can't, you know, it doesn't suit your play style. So you're just going to have to deal with that. Uh, and I think that's a massive mistake that I just don't understand the design decision behind that. Like, what is the connection to remove that system and replace it with something else that just doesn't suit the gameplay? Like, can you think of anything that, I think what they try and encourage is is more the idea that you like you would equip gear to to properly signify that you are making a a choice about the sort yeah. of play that you would like to do but because it's in locations and you can't guarantee like you don't get to decide where you will find this shit it doesn't really work like I think the intention makes sense but the execution just isn't there because of the the just the size and the breadth of the game it's too grand yeah, yeah. and it seems like a it seems like they were thinking about making it a loot game or focusing a lot more on loot because yeah. when you go to uh there are these main sort of hideouts spread throughout yara that you can go to and when you go to them it goes into a third person game to yeah. be like look look at the things you're wearing look yep. at your character now i i, I thought it was uh, no nate thought it was a bug right he's like my game's in third person i don't yeah. know 
<laughs> it's a dope person now. Uh, and I remember when I first happened to me, I'm like, shit, mine's broken too. Now mine's in third person. And then when I left, it went back to first. I was like, oh, okay. It's just that area. It just doesn't like, yeah. it's yeah. just such a weird thing because, and also there's micro transactions in the game where you can buy a bunch of cosmetic items. And so obviously that is why that stuff is there so that you can see how slick your character looks um, yeah. when you go in there. But uh, just behind, like aside from all of that, the idea that you're now locking all these perks behind gear that you may not have, that you have no idea where they are at in the world, uh, I think is a massive mistake. Because yep. um, they, they also got rid of the crafting system. Uh, so like you're not crafting med kits anymore. You're not crafting explosives. If you could now craft using- gear, mm. right? Craft the, the pants that will give you whatever the fuck then that might make a little bit of sense. That might actually push you further to the the like the style of play that I think their system wants from you. But because you can't... Yeah, yeah you can craft mods. Just, yeah, you craft these mods, which, which actually really just encourages you to stick with the, like, uh, only one or two weapons because you got to craft all these fucking mods for your weapons. They do and- unlock for the other weapons. Do they only in the but, same? But class, they're not all though. available for the same weapons. Some weapons only take certain things, and others yeah. don't. Yeah, and only in the same class, right? Like if you make the silencer on the assault rifle, it won't unlock in the sniper rifle and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure I, about that. But I know there's different tiers of weapons, and as you get higher tiered weapons, they have more mod slots and all that sort of stuff. It's just very clunky the way it's sort of done. Because um, I thought the same thing, like, oh. Because I remember unlocking things and going to a different gun and it not being there, like, and being like, oh, well, why should I switch weapons? And that just makes much sense. And so, like, even that whole system, they've now removed the, any reason to do hunting. Uh, you can yeah. you can trade in legendary gear to get something else out of it, but you don't know what you're getting at that point. And like, just killing random animals like a crocodile, there's there's no reason to at that point you can trade it in for like scrap metal but before it'd be like i go kill four of these crocodiles and i'll craft a bigger healing pouch or i'd get more grenades like there was reason to be out there doing this stuff and they've slowly gotten rid of that as the games have gone on and like stripped all this stuff away because obviously some people didn't like doing it but now it's just such such a bare game where there's not really any reason to do anything yeah you've you've got these three things that you do and maybe maybe you kill a shark every now and then or kill a fucking coyote because it runs at you and that's the only hunting you'll do right you just do these three things over and over and over again and you like wind these fucking triangles like that fucking like a spirograph around the fucking map right and so you've unlocked it all and you casually run into some other things along the way, but there's no incentive to actually do those things or chase them down or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and so, yeah, you just wind up doing... It's very passive. There's no fucking active decision to go fucking do things. You do them because that's what you're doing, which, yeah, again, ties back into the Zen experience of Far Cry 6 when no. it's not supposed to be a Zen fucking game. It's supposed to be an active an action game, you know? and yeah it just doesn't work yeah uh what else is there the um 
the save system uh, is horrendous. There's like a, um, they've gotten rid of manual saves in the game, so you can't save it anymore. It just saves whenever there's a checkpoint. But the, the issue that I ran into here, and I don't know how much you did, but I would be playing a mission and be like, oh, I need to go make dinner or go to dinner or go run an errand or something like that. Yep. And I thought I was at a checkpoint. I, like I've, I've clearly seen the saved thing come up and I've maybe died and gotten put back to a point and I would like leave the game and come back and it would restart me back at like the start of the mission or something like that. And yep. like some of the, there was a point towards the end where it kept chaining these like I would go do something and come back and it'd be like go do these three points and I'd go do them three and it'd be like alright go back down here and I'm like I kind of need to go do something but I'm too afraid like I've been playing for yeah. fucking half an hour and I have no idea when it's safe for me to leave because when you go and leave it just says like you got to quit the game or go to the menu and it's like all oh, unsaved progress will be lost and you're like alright cool but I don't know like What's I thought you were, yeah. you're saving it but clearly something's going on and you're going to reset me back to somewhere and it doesn't tell you when you quit like hey we saved the game a minute and a half ago which is something that you see a lot of games doing now but it just doesn't it's not helpful because I think you told me at one point you were losing mission progress so I think you brought it up to me first when you were playing yep yeah and then I, I did, it started yeah. happening to me I had to start like I, I when I was leaving uh, when I wanted to leave a game I would continue playing and I'd I wouldn't be watching anything in the fucking center of the screen. I would just be watching that top right corner, waiting for the autosave icon to fucking pop up so I could actually fucking quit because I didn't... I had no idea. Like, it's it's very small. It sort of blends into the background. You need... Like, it's, it's tiny and white and it blinks up for, like, a brief couple of seconds and then it's gone and you're like, uh, I missed it. I don't know. I don't know when the fuck it's last saved. So I gotta fucking watch for this shit, because otherwise I'm gonna lose all my fucking progress, and I don't know when the fuck that, like, um, you know, I don't yeah. wanna waste my fucking time. Um, and I never worked out a, a reasonable way to trigger it occurring, like about the you, best I, I could if do. If I was out in the world, I'd go open a box. That was it. That was yeah. <laughs> that was about the best I could do. But the problem was when uh, I was playing co-op, and you and I would open boxes those boxes were already open when I went back to my game. So then I couldn't even do that. Yeah. Do you want to talk about co-op? Yeah. Co-op's <laughs> fucked, man. Co-op is fucked. You cannot have a co-op system where the player who's joining doesn't really hold on to anything. The only things you hold on to are random shit you find in the, in the game world. And that, experience. And, and experience. But experience means nothing. Um, it's a problem. It's a huge problem. Because what what winds up happening is exactly what I just said. Right? I'm I'm rolling around this fucking area with you, unlocking all this shit, and these these smaller sides going and finding a weapon because you see it on the minimap or a crate because you see it on the minimap. These are the smaller sides that make the doing the triangle slightly bearable. Slightly more active because you're doing your triangle you go to your checkpoint you go to your aa site you go to your fucking outpost whatever the fuck you do these fucking triangle things around the map but as you're going to them you see you, you divert a little bit because you see a fucking crate 
And that is the closest the game gets to dragging you off the main path. But if you've played co-op and you've been through that area already, you've already opened those crates and they're gone from the fucking map. And so you have literally made it worse on yourself. Because when you go back to your own game, you also have to, to redo missions you've already done. And these yeah. mission, like, if you think the missions, like, driving 500 meters for a fucking phone call is tedious the first time you've done it, wait until you're doing it again and you know what's fucking coming. Well, that fucking tank mission, right? We did that tank mission where you have to fucking blow up some fucking billboards, right? Holy fuck. I did that legit, right? When, when we did it in your game... I just yeah. fucking EMP the tank right next to where we were supposed to go, and then fucking we we wrapped that shit up real quick. I did <laughs> yeah. it the legit way, and you gotta go. It's like a three kilometer drive in a fucking tank that's doing about thirty k's an hour. Like it takes for fucking ever, and you park it in the fucking park it in the garage, and she spray paints it pink, and then you fucking you're supposed to drive over and blow up these billboards. I didn't bother. Because I knew what had to happen, and I had already done it one way. I'd done it in your game. So I just fucking airdropped nearby, went over and fucking rocket launched these fucking billboards to, like, snap this shit along. I didn't even take mm -hmm. the tank over, because I'd already fucking done it. But it was, like, tedium. I knew it was going to be tedium. It was another 1,800 fucking, 1.8 kilometers to drive the fucking tank from the fucking garage to the location it was supposed to be at. Like... Once you know these, there's there's no replayability replayability in these story missions because you like they they're not interesting enough. They're literally what you've been doing the whole time. They're the fucking they're the triangle, just yeah, with some cutscenes, yeah. and so yeah, if for like they they gotta stop doing co-op this way, man. Like. I the third game, third mainline game. They've done it exact same way. Right? And it's it's just, it doesn't work, in my opinion. It is the worst way to do co-op. Uh, like, you've, you are actively ruining your own game by playing co-op with someone. You are actively making it worse for yourself. Like, you're also... Unless you're playing the entire game. Like, you have a schedule where you're like, exactly, all right, we're going to yeah. play 30 right. hours of this game, yeah. and we're going to be on the exact same time. Exactly. And none of that stuff matters. But, yeah, yeah, that's a that's bit... The thing. It's yeah. a small, very small amount of people who probably play it that way. Yeah. Um, but even then, like, this, there's, there's weird design decisions in the co-op that just doesn't make... Like, like, they're trying to stop you from having fun. Oh. The idea that you can't move away from your partner from, a, a, like, a... It's not far at all, uh, and so a it's 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 not far, and b it's not well defined. It's not always the same distance, which is fucking weird. Sometimes it's one hundred and fifty meters. Sometimes it's fucking forty-three-ish meters. Yeah. Uh, like, why is it a variable amount? Why hmm. would it not always be the fucking same amount? That's insane. Yeah, and you've got this. Uh, so you've got airdrops in the game where you can unlock a wingsuit and then drop into one of the, you know, an outpost or a checkpoint or like somewhere you've unlocked on the map and it'll drop you in the sky and you can either parachute uh, from there to your next location or wingsuit, right? 
And if, if I was to drop into an area, Job and I would fall out of the sky. We would have to reorientate ourselves to try and figure out where we were going on the map because it just kind of just fucking pops you in somewhere. Somewhere. If you are lucky. Direction. Yeah. The, the game would go, oh, this person's in a new area. And so it would pop up on the screen like... It's this stylistically approach where they clear the entire HUD, they show you the named region where you're in, and it stays there for like three seconds, and then your HUD comes back. The issue is that you lose your map, you lose all your HUD icons, and so you have no fucking clue where you are. And also, so you like to try and. Also, because you're coming from somewhere else, because you're fast traveling there, it always does it when you first drop in. And then, <laughs> if where you're fucking wingsuiting to is in a different region, it will fucking follow it up with it. So it'll be like, you're in fucking, you're in, I don't know, Sydney, right? You're in fucking, you're in five dock and then you fucking go 100 meters, three seconds haven't yet passed. So it's still splashed up on the screen, five dock, right? You go and then it'll be like, oh, you're in Burwood. And so it will, it will emit you never get a HUD back up, or maybe you get it up for a fucking fraction of a second. So and then it's immediately onto Burwood, and you still don't have any fucking idea where you are. You don't have a compass, you don't have a fucking the the HUD marker where you're supposed to be going. The best you can do is try to find your partner and try to fucking stay with them. Because if yeah. you happen to fucking go in opposite directions, one of you is gonna get fucking teleported. You also don't know who the fuck is going to get teleported for some reason. It's not like the host will always be the one who's teleported or the fucking joiner will always be teleported. No, it's just fucking randomly decided. Most of the time, if you get teleported in midair to the other player, you die. You will you'll crater on nothing and you'll die. It just doesn't handle that very well. Like, I don't fucking know, man. Like... What is the point of this system? I liked it when you were driving and it'd pop up and you're trying to drive somewhere and you would drive and you'd turn a corner and the corner would sort of dog leg back on itself. Like not quite a hairpin, but sort of like a more than 90 degree turn. So you would drive from five dock into Burwood and then it would turn back on itself and it'd go back to five dock. And so you would have 10 seconds of zero HUD just telling you you were in fucking one location, the next location, the last location. You're like, why is this like this? This doesn't make any fucking sense. Holy fuck. Infuriating. And yeah, yeah. fucking teleporting all over the fucking place. Dying for no reason. Dying didn't matter because you just respawn on your fucking partner. It was like we literally got to a point where we're just like, don't raise me. It's just faster. There's no point. <laughs> this is far. It's faster if you don't fucking res me, because then I you don't have to run a hundred meters my direction. We don't have to run hundred meters in the other direction together. Like just fucking let me die. Mm. Uh, fuck me. Ridiculous. Yeah. We were playing. Uh, I because I, I messaged you and said, "Hey, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm at the end game," because it pops up with a message being like, "Hey, if you haven't done anything, make sure you do it all." And so then you jumped into my game. And we were doing the last mission and we were getting the pop-up saying we were too far away from each other. And I'm, I was so fucking confused because I was pretty sure you were very close to me. And so we started measuring it and it literally ended up being about 43 minutes, uh, meters. And yep. I've got like a picture of us 
and it ain't far at all yeah. it's like super close and like there's this red bar that is like you're getting away from your partner if we were go, going too far away one of us would have been teleported to the other and we were trying to find like the entrance to this building but we we couldn't like leave each other because if we left we were too far and so we're just following each other around like it was so close it's a game where you're supposed to be having fun yeah and they're trying to like at every step of the way stop you from doing that with these weird rules and boundaries of of i don't know why, why it's even there it's such a strange yeah decision to do it that way and we maybe it was a bug when it was telling us we're too far but it was still impacting our experience with the game in the yeah. last mission of this yeah. like pinnacle moment that's supposed to be serious oh on top of that they take away all your gear on that yeah. last mission and give you random gear that you haven't used the entire game yeah but for for like 12 minutes and then they just give it all back to you and it makes all it does is slightly inconvenient to you for mm. a quarter of an hour and then you're just back to doing your, your own shit and it's like what the fuck was the point what, what like what did that serve what purpose did that serve i just don't understand yeah yeah it was absolutely bizarre um do we have any other issues with cough i can't remember i don't think so no like probably I mean, we were setting a lot of things on fire at that one point that was pretty island. funny that was pretty entertaining <laughs> like we were making our own fun but like yeah games being fun in co-op doesn't mean games are fun hmm. that's the yeah that's the the classic yeah uh conundrum there's just uh there, there's so many weird things i'm just looking at my review here as well uh oh the um the uh trespassing system or like going into areas where there are enemies either through a main mission or clearing an outpost that has been overrun uh for whatever weird reason they've got this respawn mechanic in there and so you uh, game, some of the games have done this in the past but like you'll clear an area and they're like respawning enemies into the same area again oh that you've just cleared it'll be a mission and you're like i fucking literally just killed people here and i've had to run back to go pick up this thing and now there's people patrolling here zero yeah. sense um that's extremely frustrating and like to the point where it becomes it just breaks your immersion the, the world i had one mission i was doing i put this in my review where i killed the same guy three times he was walking through the exact same path in a yeah. doorway because i kept seeing this on the map it'll show you like somebody is nearby like a red blotch um and until you scan them that's where it shows you exactly where they are but i kept seeing this fucking red stain on this the map pop up yeah. and i'm like near i'm still clearing out people i'm like what the fuck is this guy he's back again and it was the exact same character model walking the exact same path that i yep. just cleared out everybody on that side of the fucking the map and literally three times and i just watched the matrix like two days before i'm like <laughs> literally a glitch in the matrix keeps yeah. happening over but that was just one prime example where it keeps like it's constantly throughout the entire game you're seeing people respawn on the map you'll just see like you'll see the dot appear on the map that someone is nearby because they've just popped someone in or like in an area you've entire like there's no possible way they someone could have spawned there like inside the building inside the house or whatever 
I don't know. That just frustrates me. Red Dead was doing that at one stage in terms of they would have um, not like monster closets, but like someone had spawned behind a tree you couldn't see. Like there was fucking clearly someone not there a second ago. Uh, It would do weird things like that. But here it's just like it's not even it's not even trying to be behind a tree. It's just fucking did you if you turned away for a second, right? It's like that fucking the classic anything off camera doesn't technically exist in your yeah. world and so you turn around and like they'd fucking appear like crazy shit it yeah. is or, or when you like call in a, a horse or a vehicle they they spawn it behind you somewhere but far cry yeah. like they don't roll a fucking dice they're just like oh spawn it right in front of you you just yeah. see a car appear out of thin air uh, and just pop in and so that was one thing that really frustrated me. The idea, like, because I love playing, it's like a stealth game and slowly clearing out areas. Yeah. And then being like, oh, there's four more people over here. Like, I just killed all these people. Where have they come from? Yeah. Just so annoying. Um, so frustrating. When games do that. Uh, what else was there? I don't know, man. I, I'm sort of, I feel like I'm running out of things complain there was a, I had a fucking huge list like my review was about 1600 words I could have went on for yep. a lot longer just how many issues I had with the game design in particular of yeah. how bland and uninteresting it is and how I like. I think they've gone to a point now that they need to reboot it they need to do the Assassin's Creed thing of like take a break and be like let's go back to the drawing board because whatever they're doing here like if this is the direction of the series going forward i have zero interest in playing it they need to come up with some fresh ideas because there aren't any here they added Mm -hmm. a supremo backpack which i think is cool yeah but they've removed so many other things in the game that i thought were important and there's no variety at all it's so repetitive the story i thought was extremely disappointing the idea that like the the theory going around on the internet of where this story could have gone mm. i thought was more interesting than what is at play here in this game um like they've got credit scenes in this game that i think are more interesting than than this story that plays out here yeah. i just wasn't i couldn't get into it at all yeah um especially when they tonally are trying to do one thing and the sort of cutscenes are something completely different. It just feels like it's written by like three or four different separate, separate teams yeah. that didn't really understand the pitch. And so they just mashed it all together. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's yeah. run with that and see how we go. Um, so yeah, man, I was super disappointed in this game. I, and maybe it is a case of having to play through so much of a game so quickly, but Oh, I still enjoyed my time with those other games and I'm pretty sure I played them in the same manner. Like I, I remember reviewing those games. I just got so burnt out and like the idea that everything is exactly the same looking, at least in Far Cry um, 5, I felt like I was in different areas. Things looked different and I felt like I was, you know, like I could look at a place and be like, oh, I know exactly where I am. But in this game, I look at a place and I'm like, I have no fucking clue. I could be anywhere in this game everything is the same all the trees are the same it's you know it's such a um like one note stylistic choice that they've gone for there are very subtle changes in those three regions but not enough to make a significant difference define yeah it as a world and then you've got the main city and that's obviously a city but 
which I was very disappointed to find was probably the dullest portion of the game for me. Because mm. it was just uh, it was just canyons of buildings you couldn't really enter. They didn't really yeah. do anything interesting with it. And checkpoints that are blocking off entire yeah. roads and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, I didn't. Yeah, like I said, I didn't have fun with it. Uh, reviews are out now it seems like it's the lowest rated Far Cry game at this point I haven't really had a look this morning but I'm sort of surprised that it hasn't been uh, I don't know it seems like a lot of the review sites that don't actually put scores on their reviews are a lot more negative than the sites that do put scores on their reviews which is sort of telling right we come back to this argument of games are seven out of tens at this point this the review scale is a seven to ten it's like yeah. if you ship a game good work you get a pat on the back you get a seven if we're gonna get meta with this uh just before we went live uh i saw waypoints review review not mm. a review i just thought that was you know I, I, obviously we have ripped this game uh for the last fucking i don't know Ow. hour and a bit yeah um but at least at least we did it the respect of playing it like you played it all the way through and i think a game deserves and i played you know you know i played it in co-op so i didn't get to play all of it because of the way their co-op system works but if i was reviewing it i wouldn't have played it the whole way through i wanted to stop a third of the way through i yeah yeah but because you reviewed it, you gave it the respect of playing it all the way through. And I think that's important. And I understand that Waypoint has declared that their review is not a review, but that doesn't work, right? They have, they have positioned themselves in a way where they, they're trying to have their cake and eat it too. They are saying, this is not a review. Here is my... And, and then passing judgment on the game. And I'm not saying that you can't pass judgment on a game if you've only played five fucking hours of it. Because obviously, as someone who hasn't played all of the game, despite the fact that I think that technically... You've seen it. It's all got to offer. You've seen it all. Technically, it's the game's fault that I didn't get to play all of the fucking game because of the way co-op is constructed. Um, but I didn't write a fucking review, right? Like, I, I'm saying, like, you can't fucking write it off after five hours and say it's morally and creatively bankrupt because I think it's disrespectful to the like the fucking massive amounts of work that went into it. I think game reviewers owe games that i think game reviewers owe a game a completed fucking effort before they pass full judgment on them right and i would have finished far cry 6 uh if it didn't literally undo my fucking uh progress every time i stopped playing with you but i did play the fucking through to multiple sets of credits uh so like I did go that far, I did go far enough, and yeah, like I just I just thought that was very disrespectful, uh, in in my opinion. I think yeah, game critics owe games at least a full playthrough, um, you know where it's possible, uh, and writing it off 
uh, after five hours. I just think it. They also owe. You also owe your other fucking critics. In my opinion, a full playthrough. Because, you know, Luke played the fucking entire game all the way through, and he didn't want to fucking do it, but he fucking did it. Right? Other people, I assume, also did the same thing. Also put put up with the same amounts of fucking game they didn't want to experience anymore. But because it was their fucking job, they fucking did their job. I think that is the least you can fucking do. For your colleagues, for the games themselves, for the game developers, that is the least you can fucking do. And I will argue until the end of earth, the earth that you, we don't owe... We don't owe gamers or games uh, to be fucking positive. We don't owe them... Like, that is not respect. I think the biggest respect you can give a fucking game is to play all of it and then lay out, like you did on Survivor, all of its fucking flaws. And I think games are better for that. But games are not better for a five-hour playthrough that writes it off. And like, as someone who has been accused many, many, many times, and I know you've been accused of this too, Luke, of the clickbait review, just doing a, a low score for a review, it ticks me off because I always play all of the fucking game before I review it. Yeah, and there's always, you know, 1,500 words yeah that's <laughs> describe why it's attached to the fucking number they scroll down the bottom and look at the score yeah and and it ticks me off because i put in the fucking what like 50 hours it required to finish death stranding despite hating it after fucking the 180 minute mark i still played it for another fucking 45 hours i i paid the game that respect right you paid far cry how many fucking hours do you reckon it took fucking 50 i have no idea probably a lot yeah it, it, it didn't tell us because it uh it only tracks once the game is live yeah and i, I don't know i spent a lot of time on it right you paid the game that respect and to I kept and, playing and it we get accused <laughs> yeah yeah we get accused of clickbait reviews but that's what this that's what waypoints article feels like they've put out an article that will drag in the clicks that will be part of the discourse they get to be part of the discourse the review discourse without and then but when they like when someone's like well that's fucking garbage you only played it for five hours they're like it says it's not a review technically it's not a review like they knew what they were doing they put it out at embargo trying to get fucking traffic from people looking for reviews that's how fucking seo works saying not in front of review doesn't fucking make seo work any fucking different it's just yeah i just found that fucking gross to be mm -hmm. so fucking gross uh but yeah like it it overall it does seem like we might have like yeah just scores have run their fucking course Nobody uses scores. Well, very, very few people use scores 
appropriately to the point that they just have no meaning anymore. And I've had this discussion over and over and over again, and I think it's a bit tired, blah, blah, blah. However, I do think the only way to really go about it, that's why we don't use scores when I write reviews on the gapodcast.com. Because I think uh, being a part of the system doesn't help change the system. So I don't do scores. But I will always tell you on the podcast what I would have scored something. And I think four was a... What did you get? 4.5. I went 4.5 in the end, yeah. When when do you reckon... When do you reckon you became a chicken shit? When do you reckon <laughs> that was? Hey? I don't know. So I, I thought you were going to give it a four. It I was, thought it you was, were going to give it a four. I was tossing up between a four. Four and 4.5. <laughs> ah, classic. Um, but yeah, I would have given it a four. Um... Yeah. Like, I still had fun in moments. Yeah. I just don't think it's a good game. <laughs> That's basically it. That's basically Like, you it. and I were playing and doing stupid shit, like, on a serious yeah. mission, and I shot the helicopter pilot. Oh, my God. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> that was proper. You should put it up on, on the Discord or something. That was fucking- I don't have it. That killed me. I think I re- I'll put it up. I think I recorded it. Fucking yeah. slayed me. I pissed myself laughing. That was funny. My, um, my, I don't know what's going on. A couple of times it's happened now. Shadow play has stopped working and I need to like reboot to get it to work again. And uh, there was a couple of moments when I was playing when I wanted to record something like the ending and it, it was like, no, nope, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> You're good. What? Uh, the one I did get though was the secret ending. So I will post that somewhere just because it's yeah. with a spoiler tag and like, because I think it's funny you and I talking about the secret was, ending and then finding it. Yeah, weirdly timed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, oh, one other thing I wanted to mention was because uh, we were playing in co-op. There are a series of co-op missions that you can play, um, which oh, yeah. might be the most interesting design decisions that they do in the game. You basically they're split up into like six or so missions, and only two of them are available at this stage. But uh, one person. Uh, you, you're sort of dropped off in an area where you have to go to this this mission. You have to pick up this device that if it gets too hot, it'll explode and kill everybody. And it sort of increases temperature over time. And so you need to carry it either in the shade and there are like, if, if there's a tree blocking the sun, like if you stand in the shade, the, the timer will stop and pause um, heating up. And there are these water sources throughout the area that you can run to. And if you stand in them, it'll he'll cool the device down. And I yeah. think that like we played this and I think it's the most interesting like design decision for a mission they have the, the entire game. I wouldn't play a bunch of them, but at least it's different. Like it's something that is not just shooting fucking dudes in the head the yeah. entire time. Like, all right, this is a cool idea. You could have put like that in there once or twice. Like a bunch of those sort of ideas in the game that sort of change up the pace of it would have been cool, but... Even this thing is regulated to uh, a side Relegated, co-op thing. To yeah. so just co-op thought, missions. And then, like, you do the first mission. Yeah. And then the second mission is just the same thing. Exactly identical. Same. Literally identical. And you're like, oh, my God. We were so close. So yeah. close to being something interesting. But no. But I just think that Prince that is maybe <laughs> the, the most repeat. innovative they did the entire game in, in terms of a mission. And <laughs> that was it. All right. Cool. They, they yep. blew their load on that one side thing, um, which I thought was interesting. Anyway, uh, yeah, I 
it's i don't think it's very good i, w I don't even know who i'd recommend to at this point like if you're the type of person who wants to play far cry and you play it over a really long time and you're okay with just doing the same thing over and over again yeah um because those other games have done something similar but i think this is on a much like because they've just stripped away so many other side mechanics and things like that that it just becomes extremely repetitive um and i didn't enjoy the story i think it didn't go it didn't wrap up in a satisfying way that i thought was interesting i think yeah. that jean carlo esposito is extremely underutilized like he just doesn't feel like a presence in this game at all you hear him on speakers sometimes but otherwise he just shows up a couple of times when you complete a you know a main area and it's, there's not a lot of them so yeah it's kind of frustrating frustrating um yeah yeah i don't know maybe we'll talk about the actual end of the game at some stage but we'll maybe give that a miss for this <laughs> this point but there are some other things uh they're doing some side content where you'll be able to um with some of the past villains of the game which might be yeah. interested to dive into i'm curious what that's about um yep but otherwise i would hold out on far cry 6 at this point wait for yep. it to go on sale or something that's yeah. my recommendation yep i agree yeah cool. unless you're a, unless you're a far cry diehard unless you like fucking like if if you could see yourself what playing this until far cry 7 comes out then obviously do it to it although you still might not like some of the fucking changes i still think yeah. the decision to get rid of the skill tree and go to the fucking the gear thing is just a massive misstep yeah i mean that's sort um, of telling this game of how just out of touch they must be <laughs> yeah i mean it's it comes back to the thing we're talking about in battlefield right where like looking at stats and being like well people don't like hunting so let's remove that part and we'll that's affecting all these other things and so they were like all right let's do it yeah and you but you're removing a bunch of things from your game which were interesting and instead you're left with this like skeleton game that has no meat to it yeah um, all right all right let's do some news just do some news we have a bunch of stuff going on right now you want to tell us what's going on over at twitch yeah so uh this broke last night but uh twitch has been hacked uh and everything is out there everything is out there uh, um passwords uh like all your passwords if you've got a twitch account they've got it which means if your Twitch account and Amazon account have the same password, you need to change that shit fucking now. Um, like, so there's that. Uh, they've got fucking the earnings of uh, of everyone at Twitch. Every single fucking person at Twitch, all of their earnings are out in the fucking wild. People on Twitch make way too much money. Make fucking loads and loads of money. Um... What else did they find? They found a fucking... We go on Twitch, Joe. Should we podcast on Twitch? That was we should have been... We should, well, it's too late now. We missed it. Twitch, Twitch is over. Um, oh. The... They, they found that Amazon... Like the SDK for an Amazon uh, version of Steam called Vapor or codenamed Vapor, um, which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, what else? Everything that Twitch owns, but not everything that Amazon owns. So uh, CurseForge and the IGDB, uh, if you've got passwords on those, you've got to change those as well. 
Um, yeah, they're just everything. It's all there. They've got it all, which is just crazy shit. So you get to find out just how much, and this is just this is just how much money from fucking uh, from Twitch they've made. Uh, but like hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars. Critical Role from August 2019 to October 2021. Critical Role made. Nine point six million dollars. XQC eight point four million dollars. Summit five point eight million dollars. This is literally again just from subs, bits, and uh, and ad revenue. Uh, Twitch not donations or anything like that. Not not donations unless they're made via Twitch. Yeah, not donations, not sponsorships, not fucking. Uh, any side hustle shit they've got going on, yeah. not or, for or probably even deals with Twitch, anything exactly. like that. Yeah, because some of these guys have exclusive deals with Twitch. True. Yeah. Like, yeah, millions of dollars, um, which is pretty bananas. Um, yeah, staggering to look at, but uh, I really like you know. I think have we they said anything today? Fucking loads of money uh twitch finally came out and confirmed that the the leak was real um the leakers are claiming that this is just part one of the leak so there might yet still be more to come um yeah just crazy shit man people maybe we'll finally find out what happened to dr disrespect maybe one day (laughs) we'll find it out uh but yeah uh i just thought it was pretty interesting and definitely important if you have been reusing passwords on twitch uh, on twitch you have to go fucking change that shit and also you probably shouldn't reuse your passwords places although i still have garbage passwords that i reuse some some inconsequential places so i i don't want to be the fucking i don't want to throw any stones in my glass house uh, but yeah make sure you go change them yeah so there's that there you go um all right next up we've got uh god of war ragnarok was delayed because christopher judge needed surgery so he is the uh he plays kratos yep in the recent god of war games and god of war ragnarok uh basically it sounds like back in 2019 um he had surgery to repair uh, his back, both his hips, knee surgery. And uh, Santa Monica Studios basically waited for him to get healthy again um, before they could start working on it. So he's obviously doing a lot of like motion capture. Um, oh, sorry. Uh, what do we call it these days? Performance capture, um, which is, yeah. uh, you know, he's doing voice and, and motion, that sort of thing. And, uh, and basically, yeah, he put out a thing on Twitter saying that this is like, nobody's asked me to do this. Nobody's really approved it. I'm just saying it. Um, and they, uh, they sat, they could have went with someone else or, you know, pressured, pressured him to do something, but they sat back and waited and, uh, basically said that the, the game was delayed because of his health. Um, but at the same time, Sony sort of was pretty cool with that. So. That's that's awesome to hear. Yeah, I just thought this was a cool little uh, 
piece of news. Uh, he was open about it, and it was cool that they were so understanding, uh, and yeah, just accommodating to obviously an integral part of the God of War experience, uh, which is rad. And Christopher Judge is awesome. So uh, it's awesome that he's recovered. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to seeing what they do with this next game. Uh, Should be fun. All right, next up, we've got PlayStation formally acquires Bluepoint Studios. This was a rumor. uh, I think we actually talked about this on here. Uh, Somebody at at one of the PlayStation Twitter accounts accidentally posted this very soon after they posted uh, another acquisition. Um, This is now official. Yeah, house market. So this is now yeah. official. Uh, Blue Point, the developers behind a bunch of remakes they've done. Uh, most recently, the Demon Souls remake from From Software. Uh, yeah, good pickup. They've done some good work with with yeah. some of those games. So rumor has it they might be working on Bloodborne next. Right. Okay. Uh, which will be, you know, cool for people. Enjoy I mean, Bloodborne. if that came to PC, like. They're, they're doing it right like Sony's putting all their stuff out on PC at this point they're, they're clearly making it money so why not yep. just keep going with it um, but if it's a if it's a remake that could be cool or remaster remake yeah remake remake yeah remaster cool. whatever yep uh, yeah. next up the Dota 2 International 2021 they're calling it International 10 I think that's what we're at uh, is about to kick off. Um, they have, however, refunded spectators tickets because there's going to be no audience this year, uh, which has only just happened in the last couple of days. Uh, very recent recent decision. So uh, I'm looking forward to the Dota. I haven't really been following up on much. Um, don't know who's who's good, who's bad. Yep. OG's in this year again. They scraped in, seems yep. like um do we know sort of what time frame we're looking at in terms of when games are on or anything like that does it kick off at six today for the group stage i think oh does it really is it six our time it might be oh it says here six yeah google's telling me six that's okay that's pretty good so some of these games getting late but (laughs) yeah we'll see i mean we'll get to watch the fucking We'll get to watch the finals at a reasonable time, but yeah, the group stage is definitely going to fucking go on pretty late. Um, yeah. yeah. Just check one more time. Four hours and 50. Yep. Yeah, six. I am looking forward to watching some Dota and being for once like, what is that? I don't know what oh, yeah. that is. Who is that Literally person? <laughs> what are they? Do- what is that ability? And what is that thing on the map? What does that do? Because I have not touched Dota for a long time. Yeah. Now I'm the yep. noob. Um, all right. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think? Uh, I guess this isn't the. Um, th- this is the group stages. So, w- what are the predictions? Will Gabe be wearing thongs? Or, like, it's got to be Unless you're I, his feet. Like, we'll definitely see toes. Gabe toes. Gabe toes. Gabe right. toes. Yeah, <laughs> that's my pick. Cool. Uh, yeah, P. Um, PSG LGD are paying like fucking two bucks to win it all. Yeah. And the next closest is EG at like seven bucks, I think. EEG? Who's? Evil Geniuses. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I think the next closest is seven bucks. I think OG is about eight fifty. Uh, they're playing Alliance first in the uh, in the group stages. I don't know. Pretty cool. Uh, you can go to what is it? The fucking I don't know. They got to like Twitch integration and shit, uh, okay. which is really well timed. <laughs> so yeah. reset your Twitch password so you can watch yeah. it on Twitch, I guess. Um, and uh, yeah, they've got like spoiler-free uh, stuff on the DPC on the Dota Pro Circuit website. Mm-hmm esports slash ti10 dota2.com slash esports slash ti10 might fucking link it on our discord Um, and we'll have a we'll have a chat in discord going as well i think we've still got it up right we never never got rid of it um but yeah oh yeah i'm excited um i don't know what my wife will be but sure uh next (laughs) up we've got uh icarus has been delayed by a little bit so um you can take this one away uh, yeah, sure. Uh, Icarus, uh, obviously, we've been playing about it, talking about it. It's from Rocketworks. Uh, it's in beta at the moment. They've added an extra beta weekend so they could test the uh, mission system a little more, uh, which I find is pretty interesting. Um, and so they've changed a little bit. They're not. There was supposed to be the desert biome this week, but instead okay. that's been pushed to two weeks from now. And uh, you're doing something about enzymes, recovering some enzymes. They've widened the map a little bit more. They've added some new uh, wildlife to Icarus for this play session. But uh, yeah, basically this weekend will have uh, will be yeah more more of the same. Um, they've reset the talent tree because they're redoing that again. I can see myself playing it. I had seen myself playing a lot of Battlefields this weekend, but I don't see myself doing that anymore. Uh, if they haven't reset my fucking stats, then I'm yeah. I can. I, I think I said it the other other week. Um, that was my main reason for not wanting to play it all that much was I didn't want to have to fucking do that starting loop over and over again. But if I, they haven't undone all my levels, then um, then yeah, I'm, I'm keen to see what they've got I uh, just mostly want to just play something where I can fucking I don't know just chill uh, yeah exactly yeah you can have Dota on and play some Icarus um, <clears throat> okay next up we've got uh, Ghost Recon Frontlines this is the game that they heard about by listening to this podcast for, for, for <laughs> like I don't know years now Joe we've been saying how there needs to be a Ghost Recon Battle Royale or a yep. Battle Royale in that that engine that they've got, the one yeah. they've been using. Right. They've done it. Uh, Ghost Recon Frontlines will be a Battle Royale game, which uh, we've seen a trailer. It's it's looking maybe a little bit on the side of Arcady. Yeah. Um, you've got uh, weird things you can call in from the sky that can allow you to get either some defensive cover or like uh giant sort of outposts that you can climb to get us like a sniper tree sniper spot um you can call in turrets and all sorts of stuff it's it's a little bit more on the um you know where sort of ghost recon has gone in the last couple of years as opposed to classic you know rainbow six sort of stuff um 
what's your sort of initial impressions of this? Does it get you excited for a Ghost Recon Battle Royale? Uh, I'll play it because I love Battle Royales, but yeah. uh, no, it, it didn't really get me fucking going. Didn't get the blood flowing, um, which I guess uh, is a little bit disappointing. Uh, I was hoping mm. to be more amped than I am, but uh, just after Hyperscape, I just don't know if they super have a good grasp on the Battle Royale concepts over there. So, uh, I like, I'll, I'll wait and see. Definitely wait and see. Uh, we have been saying it should happen for ages. It's just I've lost a little faith over time. Um, over, yeah, uh, after what they've put together. What about you? What are you thinking? I think if they got, like, those games have always had, like, a pretty solid shooting system. Uh, and if they can implement the feeling of being in this enormous area with lots of cover and trees and grass and, like... Um, you know weird sort of things that ghost recon is known for like playing at a bit more slow pace and stealthy um, i think that'd be really cool but if they go too far in the way of we're gonna try and turn it into a ghost recon call of duty or Fortnite, that's uh that could be a problem Uh, but i think the ideas of being able to call in fortification is is interesting like if if you're running through an area and you need something to help you with cover and you've earned the ability to do that by doing yeah. side missions or something and yeah. so that gives you a, a reason to do this stuff then i think there's some cool ideas there um so yeah, yeah. i don't know I'm, i'll hold out and wait to see what i think once i play it but i'm definitely keen because um it's like they've been sitting in my brain and said <laughs> yes it's here. i definitely think the the engine would support something pretty like Let's support the concept really well. Yeah. The uh, engine is the one I'm interested in. Because yeah. I think that yeah. looks it looks such a cool game. Whenever we've played like Ghost Recon with a team, it's always been a lot of fun. Even yeah. if the games haven't been super like Yeah. You know, top tier. They just a cool cool sort of engine to fuck around in. Yeah. Um don't really have much more information on that, right? No dates. No, they just sort really. of said no. sign up and this, we'll this see what happens. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, lastly, this is a story that's sort of happened like five minutes before we start recording. Uh, Gearbox Software's Rainy Pitchers will be stepping down as the president, mm. uh, but instead will be taking up uh, pres- El Presidente of a new division called Gearbox Studios, which is focused on TV and film. Um, yep. So it's getting out of games. Uh, this is something that he sort of dabbled his feet into with the filming of Borderlands. He was on on the ground over there for that one um and it looks like that is maybe going forward is something they'll be looking into a bit more what other properties can they do with the gearbox universe or is it all borderlands from here on out i think it's just borderland movies it's all borderlands all the time i mean he basically didn't even he just he just stepped away like he's still the ceo and president of gearbox He's just not the president of Gearbox Software. He's just yeah. now the president of Gearbox Studios. Yeah. So it's like a side move. It's a lateral fucking. Yeah. He's gonna be more focused not on the games anymore, more on yeah. The TV but he's still involved side. with the games, and he's still a boss, the big boss. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. I don't know. A bit weird, man. Would you? Would you want to like a Brothers in Arms TV I show? Watch it. I would watch it. Uh, as long as it was old school Brothers in Arms, not the fucking goofy fucking one they showed briefly at E3 and then never did anything with. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or I could just go oh. watch Band of Brothers again. Yeah, Duke Nukem movie no. starring no John Cena. No, not Alien Colonial Marines TV show. Yes, absolutely. Starring you, me, and Heath. Okay, yeah, it's a mission of a TV show. Ep- episode twelve, <laughs> we uh we launch Heath out of the fucking airlock. Yeah, and it just ends. Fate the black. That is it. Fate. Yep, that's it. Perfect. The perfect ending. <laughs> <laughs> all right there you go do we have any questions for we do this week we do have a questions uh oh that's true that's from right. baz right hi guys are there any good games on the horizon no baz there aren't thanks for asking that's the question <laughs> section uh no there's nothing good there's that i've i've given up have you noticed, Baz, that every time I'm really excited for a game, it turns out crap? I was really excited for fucking Far Cry 6. Maybe not crap, but disappointing. Underwhelming. Battlefield 2042. Crap. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Crap. It's my fault. I've worked it out now. Every time I'm excited for a game, it's crap. Uh, it's it's my fault, and I apologize. So no, Baz, there's nothing good on the horizon. I will not get excited for anything. I refuse to be excited anymore. That's it. It's over. Games are dead to me. They're all dead to me. Yeah. There's not a lot coming out the next... Like, I went. we went through the list and there's like Back for Blood next week. Yeah. Um, is it next week? On uh, Game Pass. Day one, which is awesome. Yeah, well, it's this weekend. Um, I don't have a code for that yet. I don't know what's going on. Um, it's on Game Pass. Day one. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, Back for Blood is coming out. There is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy game, which I'm hoping... Might be interesting. I guess we'll wait and see. Hey, um, I've played a lot of Age of Empires 4. Uh, yeah. And despite what I've played and uh, despite my uh, my thoughts on it being pretty cool and, and you know, the the gut feeling I have that it's going to be, uh, that I should be excited for it, I'm just going to say ahead of time that it's probably shit. Um, I haven't played Forza Horizon 5, but it looks really cool. And yeah. generally, normally, I would be excited to see more of it. But I'm assuming now that it's shit. Uh, yeah, it's probably just garbage. Everything's garbage. All games are garbage. Rift Breaker, I played the demo of that. That was pretty cool. I mean, it was shit. Uh, everything's shit. All games are shit. My default position is shit. Early next year, January next year, Elden Ring, probably shit. Probably garbage. Probably garbage. How many garbage bins out of 10? Yeah. We're working on the reverse scale now, I'm not... We can finally yeah, how bad, get some games How bad is it? That's it. Finally figured out how to keep games in nine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. There you go. Any Good question, questions? Baz. Real depressing. <laughs> Way to bring down this already <laughs> super aggressive podcast for today. Yeah. It has been quite a fucking run. Uh, yeah. All right. Fuck there you go. Beast. Um. Do you want to plug anything you've been working on or anything like that for this week? Uh, nothing so far, no. 
what about you luke <laughs> me uh yeah you can go to survivor.com check out my um far cry 6 review and my uh thoughts on battlefield 2042 <clears throat> not really much of a preview just more of a hey i've been i've played a lot of battlefield here's the things i think are wrong with it or broken yep. there's obviously things yeah. it does right but you know no yeah. one's interested in that stuff um here's how i'd fix it uh, so you can go check that out and uh yeah that's pretty much it for for me there you go um yep. watch you can watch squid game on netflix it's basically fall guys but if they filmed it yep that was pretty interesting i watched Korean. it with dubs uh i'm still going through it that was good i won't spoil it then yeah uh i wouldn't i don't recommend What's it called? Midnight Mass. Oh my god! Oh, Did not it's like on my Midnight list. Mass. Did not like it. Yeah, fair enough. I'm, mm. I'm. I'll watch it. I like his stuff, so we'll see. You liked Blind Manor? I thought it was alright. Yeah, cool. It wasn't. I don't think it was good as the other one. Um, Haunting of Hill House. House yeah. Hill. Yeah. Uh, Mike Flanagan. His stuff's pretty good. He did the uh, Shining sequel. That was really great. Yep. Yep. Yeah, maybe maybe uh, he should maybe he should limit himself to movies. That's all I'm saying. Okay, maybe he only has two hours worth of fucking ideas in him, not seven. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> all I'm saying. Yeah. I could say more. I could I could spoil, I could spoil it in one second. It'd be so easy because he literally ripped TV off something show? else. Uh, Midnight Mass. Yeah, it's seven fucking oh, okay. episodes. Fair enough. All right, let's get out of here then. We've been going on for a while. Three and a half hours, there you go. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, YouTube, all the places you get podcasts from, uh, whether The yeah. Gap, The Gap, T-H-E-G-A-P, or The GA Podcast. Uh, please rate. You already know this. Yeah, rate and review the show if you uh, have a moment helps other people find us. You can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash GA Podcast, twitter.com slash GA Podcast. Uh, YouTube is thegapodcast.com slash YouTube but jump into our Discord page thegapodcast.com slash Discord uh, you can chat to all sorts of people in there about video games or food or whatever you're doing movies, TV, Dota all that fun stuff uh, got a bunch of Just voice questions. channels in there people can play games it was like I don't know what 10, 12 people playing yep. some Battlefield. some Battlefield last night if you could get in yep. yeah trying to trying to play Battlefield um so jump in there, do that. We'll be talking about some Dota as well this week. Yep. Or you can also go to our website, thegapodcast.com and uh, have a link at, look at all the things on there, past episodes, all sorts of links, things we just talked about. And that is all thanks to our Patreon members who help keep the podcast going and the website running. You can go to patreon.com slash thegapodcast, become a recurring member, get the podcast a little bit earlier if you're on one of those tiers. Uh, it'll go out probably today sometime today for those awesome. people everyone else tomorrow and that is it for this week that has been the angry job show thank you so much by the way to our patrons <laughs> the angry yeah. job show the angry luke's show as well it's just the angry show the angry show yeah um, generally angry hopefully less angry next week we get some time to play some other games back with blood man looking forward to this weekend of playing no oh it's I'm not, not i thought it was the 10th i've been used to looking at american numbers that i'm like oh it's oh, the 10th yeah. today it's not. It's the seventh. Fuck. Yeah. Get some time and next week to play. And also, I don't expect anything of it. I expect yeah. nothing at all times from now on. 
Yep. Because anyway. games are bad. All games are bad. Anyway, All that's it. Thanks for listening. Catch you next week. Love you. Bye. Bye.